Welcome to Bat Yard's Finest, bringing you the finest of Batman and Superman and more in pop culture. From Metropolis, I am Josh from Bat Yard Productions. Um, here, oh my God, <laughs> I'm with two, um, two, two co-hosts. We'll go in order. You in the center with the Ghostbusters popcorn bin. Do you want to introduce What's yourself? What's up, guys? I'm Matt from Gotham. How can I help you guys? I'm Jerry from Owa. Matt, I was gonna use my fucking Ghostbusters popcorn thing, and you beat me to it. You fucking suck. You both got one. I'm sorry. Yeah, I got the I got the bucket and the cup. Oh my gosh, I didn't get any of that. How much was that? That must have cost a million dollars. Jesus Christ! It's twenty bucks. It's it twenty was... bucks, but it's re- the thing is reusable. Yeah, was it's it? like a good oh. sturdy plastic. Yeah, it's a real cup. Oh, right okay. now, I'm holding beer in it. Oh, good. Is there actual popcorn in there? Is that leftover popcorn from the movie? I went to see Resident Evil. Now, welcome to uh, Raccoon City. So I got this actually today. <laughs> what theater? Uh, what theater did you go to? Regal. Okay. Regal had these. That's it. I, that I know of. All right. Well, we'll get into all that. Um, so the first segment of the show is the BSBS or DC News or whatever BS news we want to discuss discuss today. Um, I have two things, but um, uh, well, I'll, okay, I'll start with one stupid thing. So, <laughs> um, no, I'll wait on that. Okay. So, uh, recent this past uh, weekend on Saturday, uh, I think it was the twenty first. We uh, well, me, my cousin Tony, and Leah went to Saratoga Comic Con. So we did a few interviews there. Um, I was dressed up as Peter Vinkman. It's tied in with the, the Ghostbusters theme the day after I saw the m- new movie. Um, so you could expect that video within the next couple of weeks of me doing interviews at Saratoga Comic Con. Um, I have another stupid thing. Um, what is it? The DC pets super pets fucking trailer came out i don't know if oh, you guys saw yeah. it it looks like dog oh, it looks man. like dog shit but <laughs> i'm with I'm, you 100 yes i don't want to watch it at all i actually i don't either. i like i like the animation i was like oh the animation like if it was just like a dc movie like animated like that like it was like incredibles kind of style and it was just dc heroes i would have been with it but mm-hmm. like once they got the secret life of pets crap in there, I I was like, all right, I I don't care. It looks like, it looks like big the, oh, crap. With, with that, I was so tuned out to who the voice acting was, and for some reason, I wasn't picking up whose voice is whose properly. For crypto, I was thinking it was the Jared Pedalaki from Supernatural. <laughs> I thought it was his voice for a second until I was like. Nope, that's the fucking rock. <laughs> yeah. Dwayne <laughs> Johnson, John Kwasinski, is that his name from The Office? I forget his fucking name. He plays Superman. Know. Um, And Eric, what, not Eric, Kevin Hart. <laughs> Who the fuck is Eric? Kevin it's Hart. Okay, dog. Kevin Hart plays Ace, I guess. And I'm like, it's literally Is secret. it Ace? I think no. so. I don't know. I'm, it I'm doesn't like, even look like Ace. It's well, he did the Secret Life of Pets, like he did the rabbit voice. It's the same yeah, fucking movie. 
It's the same movie, but yeah. they added superheroes in it. I'm like, this looks that looked like crap. Well, he was this a looks super like rat. So yeah, they already, they already they already made the movie. So they already made the movie. Yeah, he already did it once. Why why is super make rat it? rabbit? Yeah, super rat. Mm-hmm. So I don't know <laughs> if you guys saw obviously we're not the audience for this movie, but um even for kids, I think it looks terrible. <laughs> like the, that's a horrifying idea. Yeah. I like the animation. I was kind of, I was kind of with the animation. It kind of reminded me of it's Incredibles, not, but uh, it's not bad. But just, it's just, it doesn't. It's, it's I think not the, fitting properly. The designs of the pets look pretty cheap and awful. But yeah, that's all I have to say about that. I'd rather have Crypto the Super Pet. Remember that dumb show? Is well, this Crypto cartoon? Super Pet back when we were dog? Back when we were kids. Crypto Super Dog. That show was. Wasn't good, and I didn't. I didn't. I'll I didn't watch even that, like that over I'd, this. I would definitely watch that over this. At least that like felt like something. <laughs> like this just feels like a rehash <laughs> of a terrible idea with DC icing on top. You know, that's that's what this is. You know, it's just it's just a terrible idea of the Secret Life of Pets rehashed with DC paint on top. So. That's what this movie is. And they got Kevin Hart. It's literally the same crap. Well, if you have The Rock, you have to have Kevin Hart. It's a, it's a package deal now. Now he's... Well, or Kevin Hart's going to be in Black Adam. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what happens. When you have The Rock, you get Kevin. If you have Kevin, you I don't get know. The Rock. They're going to play The Rock's hand new hand. rap for this, I wonder. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. I hate the rap. I've the dumbest thing ever. He goes from. He has a rap about working out and being the best, and it's so dumb. Are you serious? But everyone's using it. But the yeah, I'm I'm more serious, and Mm -hmm. everybody's now using it as iconic, stupid thing to do like TikTok. The new TikTok sound. Is it good? Yeah. I watched a girl make a quesadilla while playing that song and singing, like pretending she's singing to it and present it. And I'm like, that, this is how it's going for it. Is it as, at least like ironically funny? Like, is he in on the joke or is it just like, no, no, he's legit. Sold it's supposed to be it. legit. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> He went from trying to be Very he went bad. from trying to be a football player to being injured to become a wrestler, then the wrestler to being an actor to now an actor to wrestler actor to now Resident. politician slash rapper. To also a tequila maker. Because he that also too. has that tequila. I forgot about that. I don't know. I want to listen to this rap. I wish yeah. I could play it right now without copyright strike. Well we we're not funded by him. No. Please don't. Dwayne I'll Rock play, Johnson, I'll if you want to sponsor us, that rap is the best thing yeah. in existence. I promise. <laughs> um, that's only so if you give us money. <laughs> I haven't listened to it, so I have no opinion either way. Um, <laughs> that's bad. Do you, so do you guys have any other BSBS or DC news you want to bring up? I do have some BSBS, but it's going to be a little bit long probably. Like everything. So, Jerry, do you have anything? <laughs> um, I have a little bit. It's not really much. It's just kind of word of mouth I've been hearing. 
So you know how Rockstar did the GTA trilogy, which is San Andreas, Liberty City, Vice City, and everybody says it's just awful. Like, I've looked up gameplay for it, and it actually looks worse than the original three games. It does. It does look worse. Our friend Billy owns it. He's actually just dealing with it. He's okay with it because they switch a lot of the functions in the game. So it's like GTA 5. So that's what he's happy about. But there's a lot, like, there, it's 50-50 takes with him with this. So he's just happy he's playing the game with these upgraded mod, like upgraded features and checkpoint features that he added to the game. And so, like, you have to start from check one. Meanwhile, it's like a, like a 30-minute mission or something like that. He's enjoying it. Was it? The, didn't they just fix the rain, he said? I think so, yeah. And then... The one- yeah, the rain was... Oh, Let's see what the, else. The one, I, the one I would want to play is like Vice City. That's the one I definitely played the most. Um, but yeah, it does did look terrible. Like the model. Yeah, they remade Vice City. Yeah, they did all of them. They did three Vice City and San Andreas. Um, I wasn't mm-hmm. allowed to have San Andreas growing up as a kid, but I was. I already had Vice City, so it didn't even make any sense. I was like, okay, well, I already have this other one, <laughs> so <laughs> that doesn't matter. <laughs> I remember first time seeing San Andreas. Well, yeah, first time I ever seeing San Andreas, my uncle Chris. He said, "Matt, come over. I need to show you this new game." I'm like, "Okay, cool." So I'm um, gonna come over to his house to hang out for a bit, and he's like, they, they, "We're next door from each other," and he's like, "Look at this," and he shows me how to pick up hookers and what happens when you get a hooker. <laughs> and I'm like. I don't know what this is going on. I'm confused. <laughs> What's a hooker? And, yeah. Let's see. Yeah. The only other bit of news I have just pertains to Eternals, but everybody already kind of figured it was going to suck. That's the news. The Eternals yeah. was it was sucking. Did you watch it? Did you see it? Not yet. I I oh. uh I was going to watch it, but then this past weekend, but then we decided to do Ghostbusters. I'm like, oh well, fuck it. I know I'm gonna enjoy Ghostbusters a whole lot more. Yeah, yeah, that was. Then Jimmy watch it too. Point. <laughs> then Jimmy watch it. I'm trying to remember. He's he been watched watching, our Dune. friend Jimmy's been watching a bunch of things. He watched Dune. I thought he watched both. Did he? I, I thought he just said Dune. I can't keep track. He's been watching a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's been watching too much lately. I don't know. <laughs> All right, Matt, what, what's your thing? Well, speaking about watching things, I know if you see I'm eating popcorn legit from like the Regal Theaters. Now we're not sponsored by them. I just went well, to Brad see the new. I'll be right back. Matt made me hungry. Got it. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. So I went to see the new. Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City. What? What a disaster. What is that? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I don't even Resident know. Resident Evil. It's a new Resident Evil movie that they just it's put live out. Live action? Live action. I never even heard, I didn't even hear about this. So what is it? What, it's what was it like? Around, um, so basically, it's Raccoon City is basically... It takes upon um, the second game plus the third game plus the first game all into one movie. 
Meanwhile, focusing on one character, meaning Claire, most of the movie, until when they had to focus on the characters that are in the first movie, then they go to the first movie setting inside of a mansion. Meanwhile, there was a person that's supposed to be in the third move, the third game, at the same time running around with Claire, Leon, and yeah, Claire and Leon as Jill is supposed to be running around Raccoon City with them at the same time period. So she is with the other group in the mansion, how she was supposed to be in it in the is, first game. So is it the one with the hat? Shit. Is it like the, the woman with the, the big beret hat and the Wolverine claws? Is that is that is that the No, no, girl? that's Village. Oh, that's that's the, the game uh, Village. Oh, okay. I got a So this movie surprise. Oh nice. Oh. <laughs> Now, what's it called? No, like this movie is supposed to pick up literally from this movie is supposed to be designed on the first movie, second movie, and third movie, technically. They're all disasters. All, this, this whole franchise well, they, like is I said, a disaster. They, they collabed all the games into one, focused only on the Claire story. And I'm like, it would have been fine if they did just two and three and just had that collab because. Either way, if you follow Claire, you're running to Leon and Joe, Joe at the same time in the game somehow in a way. But in three, you never run into Jill, but they could add that as a collab way to have three introduced to it and let you know Jill's there in the same city. But no, they use Jill as like the first game Jill. So she goes into a mission at the mansion. It's so stupid. And they take away enemies, they take away certain details, they change characters' designs. They did a whole bunch of shit that was horrible. It felt, the lines felt like, okay, so it felt like a high school movie that was meant for YouTube got made with a high-class movie budget. Would and you- I'm not going to lie, the, C- the CGI was on point, but the acting and the lines were shit. <laughs> Would you say the original Resident Evil is better than this one? The very yeah, first, actually, one. the original, yes. not the not yes. the weird stuff they did later on, but the very first one. Like I'm talking, like you're talking about, like the anyway. one back when we were kids. Yeah, yeah. Though I would say one and two, when like with the original series of Resident Evil they made back in the day, it was one and two were probably on point more. Than this one, because this one was just a lot of confusion. Jerry, they made Leon a bitch. I was hoping you didn't eat first. <laughs> How much of a bitch? Um, let's say if it was a scale from one to ten, he's a ten. So he's getting pegged. He's pegged. Oh my god. I'm not joking. He's literally like a bitch. He probably doesn't know how to properly use a gun most of the time during the movie, and he's a he's a he's an actor from Victorious on freaking Netflix, uh, Nickelodeon, and uh, Chris Redfield played by shit. I forget his name. Um, Green Arrow's brother. Uh. Uh, the guy plays Stephen oh, Emil. 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 Uh, his brother is plays uh, Chris Redfield. 
Then um, the guy that plays Wesker is uh, the giant ape guy from a Bro Academy. Really? Yeah, and there's an end credit scene that's even fucking funny with the, with that character too. Suppose there's an end credit scene. Most of the movie I was watching it, me and my full on group were literally making fun of the whole movie. At one point, there's a part when Chris, not Chris, Wesker shoots a a father and a mother. Little spoiler. Uh, it's a bad movie, so don't see it anyway. I don't care if I spoil this movie. He shoots this like scientist and his wife, and he has a daughter. And now nowhere, my coworker Seth is just like. Oh shit! It's fucked up joke, but oh shit! They made her an orphan. That is fucked up. Out loud in the theater, and we're just looking at him laughing because we're just like, don't know how to register his joke. We know it's fucked up, but we it just at the moment we're just like we're in a theater and he's just screaming it out loud. They have a lot a lot of bad moments with zombie stuff. It's pretty not good. I don't know how they ruined a game franchise trying to stick to the games. It even says it was based on a based upon the Resident Evil series. The whole the whole franchise has been a dumpster fire from like fucking the get go. Like all the movies have been awful. So like, why are you surprised? <laughs> like they always well, been I'm not, terrible. Well, <laughs> I'm not surprised. Like we knew it was gonna be bad, but it was worse than we were expecting. Yeah. The first, the original one, don't get me wrong, it had its flaws, but it also had its own charm about it. Because and the uh, second one too. Yeah, kind of. I'm I'm more impartial to the first one. Mm. But it's even though they went off the rail. It was still good until like the last four that they did. I don't don't get me started on that shit. Yeah, we're not gonna go there. I'm gonna have to watch this and give my take on it. So maybe we turn this into a, just a small feature. No, don't do it, Jerry. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna watch it. So but, that's gonna be all you guys. Well, that's good. That's good. <laughs> that's good for you. That's my rant of the new Resident Evil movie. Yeah, I have no interest in any of them. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, yeah, do you guys have any more BSBS BS or news you guys want to bring up before we get into the main events at all? <laughs> I have one final bit of news, Crispy. I don't know how true it is. But I've been seeing it float around that they have ideas on who they want the voice actors to be in Chainsaw. What? Really? Oh, nice. Making it a, a show now? Anybody that we know? Mm-hmm. It's a... Mm. It's an adventure. It's a show about the adventure of a boy and his dog. And it takes some twists and turns because the dog has a chainsaw coming out of its head. Oh, I think Matt's going to get the plushie to show you what he looks like. No, I don't have the plushie. God damn it, Matt. You have, have a plushie. plushie. That's at work for everyone to see. Break into IBM and bring the damn plushie. Yeah, why, why do you do that? <laughs> Okay, so we're Jerry talking about Chainsaw Man. 
It's literally this guy, and he has. It's an adventure. It little puppy about a man and his dog, and the trials and tribulations of friendship. <laughs> I'm not. He's not joking. Okay. Yeah, I, I remember. I recall you guys talking about. Uh, there's a. He's holding. It's the top one. Something. He's top holding one. a dog. And the there's bottom, a... bottom one too. The one with the sits on his chest. That's what is that? Pop-up. That doesn't even look like a dog. And then it is a dog. No, it's not. Well, it's a, a devil, actually. Okay. That's a dog devil. That would chainsaw. If you pull his tab, it goes nuts and turns into something crazy. But <laughs> if you read it, you learn more about it. But then you get this character. It's going to be your favorite side character. Power is best. Her name's girl. Power. Power best is amazing. Girl. Crispy loved the series when I first told him about it. It's just, it's Jerry's take of the Chainsaw Man was a little misleading. He approved on the story a lot more, the way of the telling it. What do you mean? <laughs> was it not a venture about a boy and his dog? Yes. That, you got better at telling it now. But his first thing is like this. He's like, all right, you're going to go down a road about a man and his dog, a lot of sadness and lonesome. Do not gain other favorites throughout the sh- the the manga. Never pick up a favorite because they will die in the next panel. Just keep moving on. Just don't focus on anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I learned hard. I had like three favorites. <laughs> they all died. They died quick. Died quick. But that's all the BSBS I had. Yeah. I'm here. I had something else, but I completely forgot. Um, <laughs> so, okay, we're um, going to move on. Okay, so we're going to go on to the main event. We're going to go uh, to – we usually start out with a short, and then we go to a main uh, media uh, project that we discuss. Uh, so the short that we're going to discuss is Back in the Saddle, uh, Extreme Ghostbusters. So – um. Oh man! Uh, <laughs> all right, I, I guess uh, I, I guess I'll talk about it. Okay, so there's so it's a it's a it's a, it's a two parter. So back in the saddle came out in 1997. Uh, basically, it's if you don't know the premise of the show, it's basically Batman Beyond. If um, Bruce Wayne was Egon Spangler. And instead of having Terry McGinnis, he has a whole team of uh, teenager Ghostbusters. So that's the whole premise of the show, okay? So, like, the Ghostbusters are retired. Uh, Egon is kind of like the head honcho, like, running the show of uh, the Ghostbusters Corporation of the Firehouse. So he basically is the, the guy behind the scenes, you know, being the uh, the, sh- the the caretaker of uh, these teenagers, basically. So Ray... Winston Venkman returned for Egon's birthday celebration and decided to bust some ghosts just uh, for nostalgia's sake. And the um, the extreme Ghostbusters are extremely jealous because the uh, the real Ghostbusters show up and uh, kind of dampen their their mo- their spirits a little bit because they feel like they are unnecessary and unneeded, which you know I I kind of agree. 
But <laughs> uh, anyway, so Ow. the all the the whole team sticks around. Well, they help out uh, with the threat that the Ghostbusters had. Uh, it's basically like a big fog light, fog like uh, mass that's like overtaken um, New York, Manhattan, and it's coming from the Bermuda Triangle. It consumes metal. So uh, basically, this is. Uh, the Ghostbusters in universe reasoning for why every every uh, piece of uh, you know technology and uh, transportation disappears in the Bermuda Triangle is because of this fog, and it makes its way towards Manhattan because, of course, it does because Ghostbusters. Um, so, what do you guys? What are your guys' thoughts on Extreme Ghostbusters in general? I don't know if you guys ever seen the show at all. This is the only episode I ever seen. So we'll start with Matt. What, uh, and just the, the show in general, the premise, and then we'll go into the specific episode. So go ahead, Matt. Matt, I'm going to go ahead and cut you off right now. Okay. Ghostbusters is an unnecessary piece of bullshit. I am so glad <laughs> yes. I forgot this show. Yes. <laughs> I yes. hate oh, okay. the extreme yes. Ghostbusters. I feel your pain, Josh. I Now I feel your pain. When we give you something, and we're just like, <laughs> Josh, wow. is this what we do to you this when we give you shit. a piece of shit? <laughs> I fucking hated everything. Oh, like, I hated everything. The voice That's acting for sad. the original yeah. Ghostbusters Ugh. was shit. The fucking <laughs> I, the lighting that they used for the proton blasters gave me a fucking headache. Yeah, it oh doesn't look good. <laughs> okay. Nothing looks great, and the fucked up thing is. I was looking at it was the the one the one of the newer Ghostbusters the one that has like the goatee yeah and it always is like the suck up asshole yeah 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 he he reminds me of this guy I'm I I watch for like all my scary movie reviews and stuff his <laughs> name is his, I don't know his actual name but his channel is from Z is CZ World and he does all these reviews and the guy looks just like him maybe it is and I'm just like this is I don't know. I'm like this. I'm gonna <laughs> shut up. <laughs> and I'm like, this guy got his, and this guy got his like his design like of his like look from this show. I'm gonna be really disappointed, but I, I really love, love his show. I'm not gonna lie, it's good. And he like, he gives it a good creepy factor. He, he brings out all that stuff. I'm not dissing him. I'm not dissing. Oh, I thought you were talking about extreme. I was just saying. I was like, you like it? Extreme <laughs> Ghostbusters? Just no, no. I'm talking about the guy's channel. It's a good channel. Check it out. I don't need to really help sponsor it. He's doing well, I believe. Last time I looked at his sponsor, his, his uh, subscribers. But um, you should sponsor us. Eh, yeah, why not? Have him join Subscribe us. Subscribe the Batyard. But he just... Oh my god! That oh my god! It Bill Murray. I just wanted to choke the voice that actor who was ever. Doing oh Bill yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. He sucks. I want to you who choke he is. him. You want me to tell you? I who wanted he is? to put my fist is he down. The guy his that does go Garfield, the voice actor for Garfield. No, 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 no. That's the good one. That's Lorenzo Music. He's great. They they fired him. I'll get into that story, which is something they I read. Fired him? An was article he in the real about Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a re in a real. He's in the real Ghostbusters. He's in the first two seasons, and then they replaced him with the guy who plays Uncle Joey from Full House. I don't know his. David Coulier or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? So replace Lorenzo Music with, the, with Uncle Joey. 
So that's why he sounds fucking irritating because it's just Uncle Joey oh, wait, trying house. to do oh, a Bill Bill Murray imp, uh, impression, and that's why it's just fucking annoying. And I hate I hate I don't like his voice acting or like what he does with the character of Peter Venkman because he just sounds like. He just Cut like doesn't out. have any nuances. It's just like over. He doesn't the top have and... any range. No, there is no, no range. It's just like, hey, Egon, what do you think of this? That's his voice. That's the whole voice throughout the show, and it's just fuck. It's irritating. And um, the the first two oh seasons my God, of the Real just... Ghostbusters are great, but I'll get into why like, I... he left. Well, at least one of the things I found. I don't know how factual it is, but it sounds pretty, pretty right. It is. It's not that, but we'll we'll oh, get back God. to that. <laughs> then like I was I was okay, so I was trying to watch this on the sites you gave me. And every time I'll click on the site, <laughs> wait, wait what? Hold on, hold on. Let's see what big booty's telling us. I all I can him. imagine is him saying how he he's how you no no no, no that's 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 different show. Different show, different show. He said full house, big booty. How you doing? Oh, oh, that's that's Joey. Oh, that's friends. Joey that's from friends. that's Joey from friends. That's friends. Oh, let me. All right, I'll fucking look him up now, just, just to clarify. Keep talking, Matt. I'll show his face. <laughs> yeah, uh, big booty. That's friends. How you doing? Uh, Joey from Full Houses. Cut it out. <laughs> um, I want to cut him out of life. Yeah, right now I do. Um, Everywhere yeah, so, you shit, shit, take a shit. It's just the site that you sent us to. Every time I click on it, it will always tell me, update your phone with the newest VPN. Oh, that's and then out of nowhere, it will send me to a porn site. Yeah, that happened to me. <laughs> um, and I'm like, Yo, what's happening? I can't even fucking watch this. It took me like 20 tries. I literally said, Josh, this is broken. I can't watch it. I was about to I say had it. To I, to watch it. I was like, yeah, oh, I don't okay. I don't want to go to no was... Russian MILF website. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I, I, um, no, I got, I got. I watched uh... on my PlayStation. I was using the internet on my PlayStation, and then of course it it opened that tab that Matt was talking about. But I did get to watch it, and then the second part was fine. I didn't have any problems. So, yeah. No, <laughs> That's... the second one played properly. The first yeah. one was the one that gave me bronze. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> And I'm like, well. <laughs> okay, for God, those of you who don't wanna... know who, oh, who Uncle Joey just... is, this this is him. Can you see my screen, or is it not yet? Not yet. Okay. Josh, right. I definitely want to say here's Uncle Joe. I'm sorry for all the pieces of shit <laughs> I make you watch. <laughs> this, yes. If I really felt a unrequented <laughs> rage. For the people who made this show, I want to find them and I want to kick their ass. All right. The thing is, I watched this before Jerry and I told him, like, Jerry, I hate this. And he's like, Really? I still got to watch this. And I love how this is happening. This is great. <laughs> oh my God. Love it. Uh, you guys definitely hated it more I than hated, I did. I've seen I it before. I hated how they so. made Ray. Ray is like, a fucking idiot. He's a piece of shit most of the whole show. I don't even remember what he does. Okay, Ray's goofy. Ray's goofy, but he's not that dumb. 
He they made him like he was like almost like incompetent, he was, like, slightly handicapped. Yes, I think they made like all he the Ghostbusters exactly. incompetent just to make and their like, squad shine. No, you know, I think least, that's or, at least so. Uh, Winston, he's fine. He's Winston he's was a pilot. I like. Dead. I liked what they added to Winston's he like, character. He seemed like he had the most like build up on his character. Like he like well, he was a pilot. Yeah. He had his license. He seemed like he had the most going on. Like after life yeah. of Ghostbusters. Um, I didn't mean that to be a. He pun, was literally like, <laughs> he's a damn fullest. Yeah, and he was helping out right yeah. too a little bit. I like I liked what he was so doing. Like, he was the only best Ghostbuster I think throughout <laughs> this whole show. I liked. And I thought Egon kept, was fine. It, it, it Egon's just, fine. He's the same voice. When actor. did he get highlights? What are his highlights of this this episode? When did he get highlights? Highlights like, in his hair. I'm talking about his fucking hair. Oh, the he white. Blonde. He's always blonde. He was always blonde in the cartoon. He was blonde in the real Ghostbusters. You never seen the real Ghostbusters, have you, Matt? Not really. No. You'll have to watch. We'll have to actually. I want. I was. I almost picked a real Ghostbusters episode, and I kind of wish I, I did. I remember we were talking about because that. they were great. I wish Those you would have one, because yeah. I <laughs> felt a tremendous hole in my heart, like right well, the there. Reason, I got it. Well, the reason why I picked I this, which I think, is kind of obvious. It's just like passing the torch to a new generation of Ghostbusters, which is like both the the themes of these two kind of stories. So that's why, um, out of I, 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 mean, I never seen any of the extreme Ghostbusters. This is the only episode that I recall or know of that, like the real Ghostbusters actually show up within the show. I couldn't imagine watching an episode with just the teenage characters because I don't know anything. Like they don't even have a character, basically. Like the guy who's kind of a jackass, so fucking stupid. Yeah, the girl, the girl is kind of smart. I guess she kind of like, you know, she's supposed to be the new insight. Egon, but she's just so yeah. fucking dark and brooding uh, all the and damn time. Yeah. yeah, and and she's wearing like football pads, and it like looks really stupid. It's and like, then they change the trap. They change the design of the trap. Did you notice that? It's a circle. It looks yeah, terrible. Why would they? Do I hate that. That, <laughs> that so was awful. Crap. I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, this this show was like oh. Did you see that X-Men show that came out in the 90s? Let's try to add that to the Ghostbusters and yeah. just see where it goes. I understand like, what they they're trying to do. Failed. I understand what they're trying to do. I think it I think with a little bit of little bit of reworking, it could real it could have worked, but like you know, who cares? Shit. It's like this the Ghostbusters pile of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I think the, the cast is just the, the whole group is just stupid in the mix. Like, they're dysfunctional. Just, they yeah. are dysfunctional. I'm not gonna diss this like the one character is paralyzed. And I just like he look was at it, like, annoying. Didn't they give him like didn't they give him they made him annoying, yes. <laughs> well I'm like annoying. can they give him a wheelchair that actually does cool things even what if on, it like, flew or something? Flying, like, yeah. What? If it like and flew, he makes all awesome. these paraplegic jokes talking about I don't He's, have my sea legs. Yeah. I'm like, what? The, oh, like it was, it was funny, <laughs> but I'm like, Jesus Christ! I was like, even. <laughs> I definitely checked out of the show. I like stopped they, paying they, attention. They put him in a helicopter. <laughs> they had him locked in the helicopter. I'm like, 
Oh, that's a good thing. Put the the paraplegic on the on the helicopter. Put him on the boat where he can't do anything other than if he can't properly swim man. about his legs. <laughs> we got a problem. Parallelogram. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I I offended. This the stuff. <laughs> no. Well, there's like one. There's a one part I like. The well, the two things I liked, which is Winston, you know, being a pilot and actually had like something going for him, and like how Peter Venkman basically said, "Let me show my my Venkman charm," and then he like pays the pilot to rent his uh, helicopter, and he's like, "Oh yeah, like." <laughs> I told him it was dire and the Ghostbusters needed it. And I paid, I was like, and they're like, oh, really? He lends it to you for free? He's like, no, I paid him 500 bucks. It's going to be on your bill. <laughs> you know, I like that. That was like a good, like, little joke. That was so, Other that was that, nice. I laughed at yeah, that. that was it. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of it. Another thing. <laughs> Fucking Slimer, get out. Get out. They Slimer made him too was... obnoxious. I don't even they made remember. two obnoxious in this he one. He didn't even do anything. He wasn't even like in it. Whatever. <laughs> Whenever he was on screen, I just hated it. I'm like, it doesn't. I hated feel the slimery. sound effects they gave Slimer yes. because it was so like high pitch and frequency. It was mm. like you hear it and it forces you to pay attention to it. I don't. And even, it sucks. I don't even remember what he did. I don't even remember. I he know was he was there. The yeah, I just remember him floating yeah. around. They changed Janine's voice. No... Janine didn't even sound like Janine anymore. Like, like it could have been just like with the girl. With Slimer, I get it. He's like their mascot. But mm. like, if this is a new cast, retire Slimer. Let Slimer just be Slimer somewhere else. Yeah. Or like, just let him like just let him go. And like if he, I I think I know like Slimer was in the real Ghostbusters as a mascot, like a Scooby Doo thing. He was, he was. But like, and I there's think actually a more story why there. Yeah, they, there's a story why they get him in the, um, like how he becomes like a part of the Ghostbusters team, and it's actually a really good episode. It it takes place right after the first Ghostbusters movie, like literally like right after. And that was almost okay. the one I was gonna pick. <laughs> when we watched this, we should have went with this one. The thing is, like, they, okay, so the extreme Ghostbusters is so bad. You guys ever heard of the Just Watch app? Yes. <clears throat> so usually, Just Watch app usually tells you the locations of like everything you're trying to watch. That so they will tell you where you can watch it for free or rental, or you can buy it. And I use a lot to find my stuff. When I typed in the real Ghostbusters to see if I can get another copy than Josh's website, um, it had nothing. Nothing was there. I know. I couldn't find it. And I'm like, is this bad? What? It didn't show Crackle? Because that's how I watched it. It didn't show Crackle. Wow. No, it didn't show Crackle. It was that bad that they didn't want to exist They've been They've been putting, like, episodes of the real Ghostbusters and Extreme Ghostbusters on YouTube, and I was, like, hoping that would have been the case with this episode, especially, like, having this episode with the real Ghostbusters, like, the original team. Like, I would think, like, this is probably the most popular episode to watch out of the whole series. It only lasted one season, but I guess Thank the season... Thank God. I wonder pretty... why. This came out... Okay, so I wanted to ask you guys. So, did you notice when... <laughs> This when um the big fog, whatever it was called, like it was like devouring New York, right? It like eight. Mm-hmm. Did you notice what it devoured? What were the first two buildings that it 
to overtook. Do you did you well, you notice? broke up for me? What? So it was the Statue well, of Liberty, right? Yeah, there was a Statue of Liberty, and then I think well, and then once the fog goes into the city, it it was at Bowers. Central Park. No, well, yeah, but that no. happens. But no, the, well, it takes over. It, it devours uh, Washington Square Park after this. But it's a, only one shot, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Um, it devours the two towers, and they disintegrate. I'm like, "Oh my god! Oh my god!" And I was wow. like, "What the fuck oh. was this made? When was, when was this, this made, made again?" 97. Oh, I didn't I even like, pay attention shit. to that. I was like, they oh predicted my god. it. Oh, I was my, like, oh my god. god. And then and then there's another episode <sighs> of the real Ghostbusters where they're flying a plane in the middle of <laughs> Manhattan and they're like trying to control it. And they literally like are heading towards the towers and then they go over the towers and like, mm -hmm. oh, we just missed the towers. Like and that was like eighty six, so like uh, they're predicting the future. I mean twice. those those people who are like yeah the, the mass media like has been showing signs forever. They're Simpsons. <laughs> it's like it's crazy. Simpsonsing. It's crazy. If you if I would recommend just watching that one clip of <laughs> just of. The episode. I can't right now. I'll get a porn site. Yeah, we'll watch that porn <laughs> and then go back to it. <laughs> but it was it was wild. I was like, oh my god, I can't believe that that was in there. And that was I didn't what? even pay it attention because of how years? angry I was. <laughs> I, I was I was trying to like occupy myself playing a video game, and I was like, of I'm course. not gonna deal with this anymore. Well, every two seconds, I'm like, I have to watch this, so I'm watching it. <laughs> and I'm just like, go back to the video game, Matthew. Just go to back. I, no, I no, seen back. It. no, gotta watch. I've seen the episode before, so like, I didn't have as bad of a taste as you guys. I don't even think the first time I watched it, I really hated it. I just like was like, yeah, I'm not into this. I, I kind of liked that the Ghostbusters came back. It gave me like an interesting... I like the idea... That the Ghostbusters were older and then they come back. I like that idea. I don't just. I don't I think like, it was executed uh, well. I like, you know? like the part when they said, "Oh, let's suit up for a one last hurrah thing," and they're getting into the suits and like, "Oh, it's a little tighter and all that stuff." Yeah, I like that. I like the adding and they're like, "Oh, they're probably not going to fit in their suits." The new team and I'm like, "Oh, that's neat." Like I like the whole. Oh, it's Egon's birthday. We're gonna yeah. celebrate Egon's birthday. I, I thought Jeff was that. kind of then fitting. Let's bring in the new one. Yeah, yeah, that was you tight. know midlife crisis. The torch has been passed on. You know, mm -hmm. they needed the you know just a little confidence boost to yeah. show they still got that spark. And then yeah, like the I like, ending I did like is that like idea. they're having Thanksgiving what? at the ending. Yeah, yeah, but no, no, I mean Which like is, I'm not going doing? that far. <laughs> I know Thanksgiving's like low around like, the corner. Wow, like, two days, two, three days. <laughs> two days. <laughs> two days from now. And uh two days. We're Tuesday, guys, not Wednesday. And then if it was still Thursday, we'd be doing a podcast on Thanksgiving. <laughs> we probably, probably would have skipped that one. But um I know, but still. <laughs> but um no, I like the ending when like they defeat the fog monster. Um, yeah, like the <clears throat> um, but uh, the fog <laughs> I like, 
I liked how um the, the creatures come back. Oh well, no, Godzilla oh, the has a fog monster. The little what? Bob. Oh, I thought no, you were talking about the little monster. It starts with, no, it's called the fog monster. He's from Godzilla back in the seventies. They did a uh, promotion. They made the movie uh, Godzilla versus I. It starts with an H. I can never pronounce his name, but they call it the 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 fog monster, a smog monster. Hydro. Basically, a pollution monster. What? Never mind. I don't. Oh, know. Jerry. Oh, so <laughs> I thought Jerry said something, but uh, not this time. Not, not yet. You. I'm saving it. So yeah, he would fly around town, consuming pollution and ending out, sending out pollution and killing things, and all that junk. That's why it said smog. The smog monster. Uh, fog monster. That's Captain monster, Planet. Whatever. No, he's yeah. in the world. <laughs> but yeah, I liked how like when they killed the you know, captured the ghosts, everything came back. So everybody from like the beginning of this freaking thing wreaking havoc came back at the end. So we got like planes, Baron. random people, yes, uh random cruise ships that went missing over the years. Etc. 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 Titanic. Not nah, joking. <laughs> it was the nice Titanic scene, but at the same time, by an iceberg. What the fuck? What? No. <laughs> I know. I'm joking around. <laughs> but in the second movie, they brought back the Titanic. They're like, well, we got the uh, sir. The Titanic has just landed. What do you mean? That went down years ago. I mean, no, seriously, the Titanic's back. And everyone's coming off the Titanic. <laughs> the second one. Second movie, but, yeah, I did, I did uh, yeah. like that. Uh, I just enjoyed like it ends up with a happy ending with people coming back, but I kind of want to see the telling of like all the people from like later years, like in like the forties, like all those years coming up to now, trying to figure out where the fuck am I? Yeah, <laughs> I almost wish there was like a follow up episode, like just figuring out, like yeah, like you're saying, like all these people that just came out of like all these different time periods from this, you know, from disappearing Egon's from the Bermuda like Triangle. And like, yeah, there would have been funny. Like He's just like, all right, you're next. Come on, where are you? They have to get readjusted. Yeah. Egon has to take them all in at the freaking fire department. <laughs> so I do um, agree with Matt. I did like the <laughs> ending a lot. Just because it was very kind of Godzilla-esque, like huge monstrosity against the, you know, the group of heroes. And it's obvious, you know, they've been struggling the whole time fighting it because it's like, okay, we're going to do it this way. That doesn't work. We'll try it this way. That doesn't work. Well, here's mm -hmm. the last option. And it's like, okay, that doesn't work. So what the fuck are we going to do now? Yeah. Shoot negative pro uh, protons or whatever the hell they said, and then it was shooting them with positive protons or something like that. The only the one thing I liked a lot was that the old and young Ghostbusters came together for the you know to save the day, and it was a collaborative effort instead of you know it focusing on one particular group over another. Because yeah, um, I don't remember the I chose in my mind to forget all of their names because I hate them. But I, didn't I know don't care. The redhead don't. that's in the wheelie, he was like, he had the bright idea. Hey, 
can you hook a cable to that fucking power box? And I'm like, gee, you could have just fucking wheeled your ass over there and said, throw me <laughs> a line or something. Yeah. You know, make a fishing joke. <laughs> I, you know, I just, that's me personally. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so dumb, but yes. Yeah, and it, it, they, yes. I, I got, they, yeah, they need to work on, uh, they, uh, if they try to reboot this series. They had to work on the characters. Definitely work yeah, on the characters. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I think this episode is fine. You know, I, I do like. I, I think I like the things I like about it overweigh the things I don't like about it. I just like the aspect of like thinking the Ghostbusters get back into their suits and they become Ghostbusters again after like. You know, a decade and change after, you know, the events of Ghostbusters 1 and 2. Um, but, like, I feel like them being older and schlubbier makes it funnier, you know, if they were, like, if they came back and they're, like, just old. <laughs> like, they're, like, stumbling around and they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Like, they, like they're, like, oh, did, mm. you know, like they're more, like, slubby. I think it actually makes it more entertaining but like just I, I, so going back to it it i mean i like the idea of the ghostbusters coming back um like just jumping into their suits i i think i just like it more because we didn't really get that you know i i just like wish we got that movie that third movie of mm. the ghostbusters coming back like in the 90s where they were all alive and become you know were ghostbusters because that would have been the time for it to, to happen and uh you know we didn't get that um so the thing i, I wanted to bring up before we get into our ratings um so okay so the thing about lorenzo music his voice actor yeah so um i heard this is what i read i don't know how accurate it is but knowing bill murray being the the reason why we never got that Ghostbusters 3, I wouldn't put it past him. Um, so apparently Ghostbusters, <laughs> Ghostbusters, <laughs> Bill Murray was like, you know, overlooking the cartoon or whatever. And he's like, why does my character sound like Garfield? I don't sound like Garfield. Why does my character sound like Garfield? And he was, he was, complaining to the producer ivan reitman who produced it you know he directed the movie the first two ghostbusters movies. yep so he's like i don't sound like garfield i don't want my character to be associated with garfield so he complained to the to ivan reitman the producer so he goes to the the heads of the animation studios like you got to change his voice he sounds like garfield you got to change it because bill murray's complaining and then that's why they fired Lorenzo Music, allegedly. Allegedly, this is what I read. But I wouldn't put it past <sighs> Bill Murray because he's been kind no, of the villain of Ghost. Uh, he's been kind of the villain of Ghostbusters for fucking like thirty years. Because years. He is. He is the reason why we never got Ghostbusters three. Everyone wanted to do it, except for him. Mm -hmm. And then he. The agreed thing is, uh, uh, to this other stuff. Was I was. Was I was watching the movies that make us on Netflix, and I was watching the first. They had the first Ghostbusters on there, 
Yeah, and they're talking about oh, we yeah. got Bill Murray signed on, and nobody knew if he was actually signed on until the first day there was freaking filming because they never know if he was gonna sh- make it or not if he was gonna be part of the freaking show. But yeah, they yeah, didn't know if just, he was going to show up. Yeah, they didn't think he was going to make it. That was fucked. And then, like, the fucked up thing is, years later, guess who he's playing? Yeah, he plays Garfield. Garfield. Fucking exactly. contradicting bitch. <laughs> Sorry. That's what I mean. Don't like, worry, he, says, he says that he doesn't want to be associated with this character. And then he voices that character later. And then, yeah. like, at that the point when movies. he's... When he's voicing that character for these terrible Garfield movies, Harold Ramis was still alive. And it, back in the 90s, when he was making like this shitty elephant movie that no one liked, and fucking the, the other movie, The Man Who Knew Too Little or whatever, like those were terrible movies. <laughs> like, he could have made a third one. But I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Um, so what are you guys final thoughts and ratings Gary, you go first of this? <laughs> you go first. Oh, you son of a bitch. What, okay, what so I Jerry's pointing at me. He's like, you go first. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, with me, I'm gonna give it like a good try. Good try. I enjoy the effort they wanted yeah, to that. go with this. I give it the like the effort they were trying to put into this show with the whole bringing back the old crew and everything. But the the show didn't help me when it kept giving me flaws of characters, voice acting, certain little details I just hated, and I really just despise this fucking show now <laughs> even more because of the characters. I I'm never coming back to it. Don't you do this to me. <laughs> no, it's the only episode I ever watched, and this is probably the I only know. episode we'll ever talk about. Just because the real ghost show probably up. Probably be the lowest. That's the only reason. I'm I'm probably gonna be the lowest. I think. Probably. I give it a zero. That's there's <laughs> no way you can give this a fucking zero. After you give us fucking kiss, fucking conquers the world or whatever the fuck yeah. bullshit you make us yeah. watch, there's yeah. no fucking way that this deserves. Yeah, a zero. that's a way. I'm no, sorry, that, it did that's it. Not, that's not true. I don't believe you. But whatever. All Do right, whatever Jerry, the fuck what's you yours? Want. You just said good effort, and then you give it a zero. What the fuck is that? <laughs> that doesn't make good any effort, sense. But you know, I don't care. <laughs> They tried to do something different. For me, it didn't work out because I do remember watching the real Ghostbusters more because my aunt played, you know, a lot of like 80s and 70s cartoons. Mm -hmm. And we also had Boomerang as a channel. So I just remember like all these old shows. I I do wish they would have tried a little bit harder considering that this was a su- alleged passing of the torch and I'm not going to speak on the bad. I'm going to speak on the things that I liked. It, it was nice to see, you know, the ghostbusters, the OGs put in a situation where even their knowledge was tested and it took the younger generation yeah. to show them something else 
that even they thought wouldn't be possible or that they might not even consider. For my rating, I'm going to give it a six. I was going to give it a six and a half, but the Twin Towers, now knowing that, I got to drop it to a six because, (laughs) you know. No, that that should bring it up a level because it predicted something. (laughs) It happened before, so you can't, like, chop it down because of that. Because if it happened after and they fucking animated that, yeah, fuck you. You're an asshole. But, like, you know, you can't. (laughs) No detriment there, I guess. But uh, speaking of the Twin Towers, um, oh, <laughs> um, is it good on. news Don't or bad tell news? me they tell made me. a collectible toy. Oh no 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 no! no. <laughs> I hope not. I, well, I was just I was just gonna show Why you. Why'd you disappear two... with a flick of your finger? <laughs> I, I was just gonna show you the two second clip that I found. So no no, yeah, what's that yeah, doing? Yeah. Okay, ready. Matt also ready? changes his rating from a zero to a four. Yeah, that that makes that's sure. actually more logical. There's no way it's a fucking zero. Come on, let's be real. <laughs> like, come on. Popcorn is great. <laughs> if you go to Regal, pick up your okay, box. You guys, I mean, you guys a bucket. Ready? So now you guys get to see the website. All right, see this? Do you see this? Do you see my screen? No, no, we yeah. see it. We see it. Okay, okay. So see this. See what this is. Okay, ready? Yeah, we watched it, and it's gone. So that was it. It's only like a two-second clip, but uh, that was in the show. <laughs> that was in that episode. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I did not um, pay that any attention. No, me Yeah, either. I thought it was wild. I was like, well, I was like paying attention to landmarks and stuff. I was like, you know, like Washington Square, that was cool. You know, to see that, um, especially Matt and I filmed there, so that that was neat to see. <laughs> yes, um, we did. We filmed a lot in New York yeah. City that day. Yeah, we did. That, that was, was a, that was a long whole day. day of filming. That was oh a twelve-hour day, twelve hours, including the travel. Um, but anyway, I would. I you know I I I 100% agree with Jerry. I couldn't agree with Jerry with more so on the fact of everything that he said. So I'm gonna give it a six. (laughs) (laughs) Look, Um, we don't hate shows. This one just messed with a special part of my childhood because I probably watched the first Ghostbusters. (laughs) like a dozen times like in school yeah. and with my aunt. So, you know, when he said extreme ghostbusters, I'm like, "Oh, cool. It's the next generation." So, you know, I'm thinking this is going to be like the real ghostbusters. And, you know, it let me down and it basically said that, you know, I'll be back, son. I'm going to go buy a pack of cigarettes and doesn't come back for 36 years. <laughs> Yeah, what the fuck, I mean, man? I think, I, I think um, I'm probably the most warmed up to just the scenario of the show. Um, this is my second time seeing this episode, so I'm a little more warmed up to it. But yeah, there are some problems with it. I hate how they changed the iconic, you know, 
you know, imagery of the sh like the the proton packs look different. The trap looks like a stupid Pokemon ball. I don't know what's mm -hmm. going on with that. It's a fucking that. frisbee. It's yeah. I was expecting them to. It looks stupid. <laughs> I didn't even know what it was. If they're gonna do that, make it a different you know piece of tech. Make it's... it something else. Like I don't know, a levitator or something. It's like watching the the female edition of the Ghostbusters when they pull out the proton pistols and yeah. all that weird shit. Well, it at least that was like, something uh, different. You yeah, know? you don't remember least, that? You like, ever watched the, the the reboot, Jerry? I've never yeah, well, watched. They, don't don't oh, watch it. I had the don't watch it. I had to try it. Don't. Yeah, don't watch it. The only reason why I watched that movie is because okay, my sister put on the movie like we're on vacation she's like oh let's watch this fucking 2016 ghostbusters she turns it on she presses play she leaves the room after 20 minutes and like my brother and i were like all right well i guess we're watching this and that you was and the JT? only reason yeah jt and i so we just finished the movie and we're like you didn't why did you turn this on you didn't even fucking watch it you know and it was it was it was pretty bad. It was pretty. Josh, I will we'll never touch his ass for you. <laughs> I like to see your try. Yeah. Actually, she fucking <laughs> left. She left the She's... room. She didn't even watch it. She hated it. She she started it and then she leaves. She didn't even like. She didn't. That's she the worst kind of person. What the hell? Know, she noticed know. the beginning was bad and just said, yeah. "I'm not doing uh, this." She said, "Fuck this." this and then I was away. like, "Well, I already started it. Might as well finish this monster." Um, she woke up and chose chaos. <laughs> yeah, she chose extreme prejudice. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that's probably oh, the most man. we'll talk about that movie, unless fucking Matt decides to choose it for whatever reason. No, <laughs> which... I'm never choosing that again. I wouldn't Bill put, Murray I wouldn't, eaten by a I, pterodactyl. I wouldn't put it past what the him. Fuck. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, so any final thoughts? And I think we all, all gave our thoughts of the Extreme Ghostbusters. Wait, what are you going to say, Deleted man? from the history books. I was yeah. gonna say Dan Acker is a fucking taxi driver in that movie. He ain't shit for some reason. And then Ernie Hudson is a freaking uh, he worked he owns a morgue, not a morgue, a funeral home. Yeah, and that's how they get the Echo One. Yeah, we don't we don't have to talk about that movie. We don't have to talk about that. Ever. It pisses me off. So, okay. It's okay. It so me. Talking about the failure of the 2016 Ghostbusters, Sony was struggling to figure out what the fuck to do with this franchise, and they made a whole company called Ghost Corpse trying to figure out, oh, we I thought we were going to make this a franchise. We don't know what the fuck we're doing. Maybe let's give it to the people who actually started this fucking Ghostbuster you know, craze in the first place, so... Ivan Reitman's son, who Ivan Reitman is the director of the first Ghostbusters and the second Ghostbusters, mm -hmm. his son, Jason Reitman, who is a fine director in his own right, who directed such classic movies as Juno, had decided to take the reins of the Ghostbusters franchise. Movie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so he decided to take the reins of the Ghostbusters franchise and uh, by basically including the grandchildren of the Ghostbusters. Um, so, uh, it's like, I don't know. I don't know what much more you really need to say about that. 
Uh, Jerry, do you want to do a quick synopsis of Ghostbusters 2021? Gladly. <laughs> so, everyone, this is I got saved. The, I'm going to go ahead and say critically acclaimed because I'm a critic and I'm acclaiming that this is a <laughs> damn good Ghostbusters remake or continuation, I should boot. say. Yeah, it's a I'll, I'll call it a continuation. Continuation boot. Continuation boot. It's a continue boot. So, yeah. this is. Like Josh said, this is following the story of the grandchildren of Egon Spangler, who is, you know, he's out in the middle of bum fucking nowhere, a, a no horse town. They don't even have a horse. It's a no horse town. But, you know, <laughs> you see that he owns a farm. He's still, you know, doing his Egon Spangler thing. He's hunting ghosts and he's trying to find solutions to, you know, the bigger cause. And so, you know, he just finished hunting a ghost and he traps it and he tries to capture another one. But it, the trap that he has fails and he goes in his house. He suffers. I think it's a heart attack, they said, and he died. Yeah, I, I, I would have said. Yeah. I I'll just say it was, heart it was natural. It was natural causes. Sort. His heart gave out on him from being a fucking badass. And so his badass uh, legacy of badassery continues in his daughter, granddaughter, and grandson who inherits his house and farm, which is labeled Dirt Farm, because he's known by the locals as Dirt Farmer. They don't even care about his name. They just know him as Dirt Farmer, and he's, you know, a loon who's just a loner. So, I assume he didn't want to tell them their name, his name. I also believe so. So we, you know, as we continue on, we see that the granddaughter, she has a lot of qualities in them, you know, from all the way from appearance to being, you know, just smart as a whip. And she just, you know, she moves into town. She's, she's the first to start finding the pieces that Egon's spirit, you know, leaves behind. And he also plays chess with her and she finds, you know, some of the traps, the secret trap door, I guess you could call it. She finds yeah. the secret puzzle box in the floor. It would be more accurate, I should yeah. say. Not Hellraiser, not Hellraiser, not Hellraiser. No, it's not Hellraiser, no, but it's a, no. it's a secret puzzle in the floor. I don't want to think about that movie. <laughs> and so she just, she runs into Paul Rudd's character who is essentially like a you know just a huge ghostbusters fanboy and he's like you guys don't know what this is how do you guys not know what this is do you not have y'all not seen the videos from the 80s ghostbusters in new york and it's just perfect the amount of cameos and references they use and it just continues on to where they figure out that egon was essentially trying to stop the apocalypse from happening because of an ancient, was it Sumerian or Sumatran? I'm gonna just say an ancient Sumerian. god of death, Sumerian, who yeah. consumes people's souls like a gogurt. And a gogurt, a gogurt. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a throwback, yeah. <laughs> and so, oh, you yeah. know, we see that 
you know, later on, the family learns that Egon Spangler is their grandfather. They find Ecto-1. They find the plas- the protopacks. They find just all of his life work essentially just wrapped up in this farm and how he had to hide himself away to protect them so that they wouldn't get, you know, wrapped up in the same world that took him from his family, who he also cared about deeply as you find out later on and it um you know later on you see the grandchildren they're just picking up the pieces and trying to you know work not necessarily their own magic but work their own ingenuity into egon's massive trap collection to stop the apocalypse and there's a lot of details i'm just kind of giving a quick synopsis and then you see um, the the real Ghostbusters and all of their ironclad goodness come to help them in the final battle. And you see Egon's hol- spirit. I'm not going to say hologram yet. I'm going to say that for later. You see his spirit hologram. come to help, you know, his granddaughter trap the final ghost that's essentially going to be the end of the world as we know it. And all of the Ghostbusters, you know, bid farewell to him and his spirit just floats off into Ghostbuster heaven. And are we are we going to mention the post credit scenes, Crispy? Or are we going to save those? There's two. Fucking two. We're not going to mention the post credit scenes, but there are two post credit scenes that do give a strong. They could do a sequel if they choose or they could leave it yes. open ended. As is. Thank you, I mean, Trinia, I mean, for finding out about the post credit, the actual real ending post credit scene. Because if we didn't find out about that, shit, we would have been bad. Yeah. At this. Um. Yeah. So yeah, we could talk about those at some point. We don't have to talk about them now. Um. We'll save. But it yeah. Me. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Um. Matt, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on Ghostbusters Afterlife? There's a lot. Matt, of I'm gonna go ahead and cut you off again. This movie yeah. is how you fucking do a <laughs> passing of the torch. Start yes! to finish. I was on the edge. Not wasn't on the edge of my seat, but I'm just like, I'm staring intently at the screen. I'm not blinking. I I try to you know not go. I'm trying not to go to the bathroom and piss like a racehorse because yeah, it's just, just everything is good. How. You know, it focused a lot on the child actors. Paul Rudd was in as a small guiding force and a little bit of comedic relief, but it wasn't even really about him. And the mother, and she was, she played her role just perfectly. She was the pissed off daughter. You know, my dad left me. I don't know shit about him. He's wrapped up in his own whatever the fuck. And then he, she finds out. My dad, you know, knew about us. He cared about us this whole time, but he was trying to save the world. So he had to make a choice, family, a temporary, you know, shelter for his family or a permanent solution. So where his spirit can live on and watch us from this point forward podcast, which is funny because we're also on a podcast talking about this. He was hilarious and I was expecting him to be some kind of, Freaky reincarnation of the god. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! That would have been that would have kind of neat. That would have been a neat twist if he did that. Mm. Um, 
Yeah. I would have been with that. Yeah, oh, yeah. God. I, I did like I podcast I character. I did like his character. I just wish his name wasn't podcast. Like maybe that would have been his nickname. Like I don't know his and real they actually name. Gave, no, his real name is yeah, his real name is on mysteries, but nickname is podcast that he gave himself. This man gave himself a pot name nickname called Yeah, no, I, I I get that, but like what is his name? Like I, I'm I don't know. They never I, stated I, his name because I he just said, just call me podcast. I mean. Everyone calls him podcast. I feel yeah. like his name would be Brandon. Brandon, Brandon. Johnson or something. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> kind of, yeah Brandon I, works for him, maybe probably. It was fine. It yeah, his it, his name being podcast was fine. I, I just almost wish he had a real name and then like I don't know, whatever. That's just like a nitpick. So Matt, what what are your thoughts? Oh my god. Uh I Totally fucking agree with this man right here. <laughs> fucking totally agree with this man. This, this movie is amazing. I saw this with basically the whole family. <laughs> we all loved it. We came out like, let's go get another fucking ticket. If we didn't go at the 920 showing of the show, we all want to turn around and go watch it again. I want to keep watching it. It was just fucking good. You good saw it twice? I liked how... No, I almost, I'm about to see it twice because my friend Billy wants to go see mm. it. So I'm going to go see it again after my next paycheck so we can go see it. Yeah, I would um, definitely see it. But, but I love, I liked it. I like the children actors that except, except uh, the the, except the, the brother. brother, the brother. Mm -hmm. I have is he's a rough be. He's he plays the same character most of the time for me that I've noticed yeah. or something like that a little bit or has he's the same attitude. Fever. So like it's like <laughs> and he's up in there. I don't have a problem <laughs> with him. That's some fucked up shit. Yeah, you're the, you're the only one that. who can make that joke. You're the only one. <laughs> you got jungle fever, boy. My <laughs> God. But like, I'm not gonna be mad. He works with it because, like, and back on topic, it fits in with Bill's Murray, Bill Murray's character. If they're yeah, like falling in the footsteps, he fits in with that character. And like I love podcasts. How podcast is the Dan Aykroyd. He loves the uh, the the paranormal. He loves all this mysterious stuff of the universe and everything that's going on. He devotes his life yeah. and his time with the podcast. That's about it. And I love how Dan Aykroyd is his only fucking subscriber. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he was a what? So, Big Booty Dandy says, as someone who hasn't seen a single Ghostbusters movie, it made great great references to the original movie without overdoing it. True. Um, yes, they do. That's very true. And Yeah, so I love his character. I love how he was ongoing, and he was constantly doing his podcast. That I love that because he was keep having, he was keeping up with his content. So, in every single thing they've been doing, and he has it all recorded, and that's for his, like, for their yeah. sake and, and his own sense. use, too. It actually yeah. makes sense and for him I wish... to record it and be, like, on top of, like, actually getting this footage. Yes. I and, but the thing is, like, I wish they had, like, a camera instead of the recording. Yeah. I wish they had the I camera over the recording. I did. But I don't, anyway, anyway, it works out, whatever, screw it. And then the Grand <laughs> Order. The granddaughter is neat because she's just literally Egon. Like that that girl did such yeah, a great job. I Egon. give 
she she did a great job. I give her my hat top for that because like that is like a really obviously that's probably like a difficult role to make yourself more un unlike emotional. No feeling like most of the feel like oh things is happening for a child, a child actor. That's pretty yeah, a child. Yeah, it's it's really difficult though, and and but to like to portray no and portray an actor that did it so well, and I I literally I really give it to like she did a great job. She did awesome, and like. Every two seconds, I'm like, she's doing Egon things. I'm like, yeah. I'm loving this. She's doing something Egon-y. Her I'm like, is, let's her go. Her name is McKenna Grace. The... McKenna Grace. So. Pause there. Okay. Oh, nice. <laughs> Thank you for doing a great job. Yeah. And then the other girl that joins in later that is the Boulder Brothers love interest in a way, she suits yeah. in with being Ernie Hudson, like, well, Winston's character like because too. she – she ends up joining him, not knowing anything. She's just like, I just got wrangled into this. It's off the street. Yeah. So it's fine. <laughs> yeah, she's just, I got wrangled into this shit. I saw the ghost in the hole. That I'm, I'm gonna help a little bit here. And, yeah. Uh, joke. The I love the, the kid actors. <laughs> the ghost in the hole. I like but that. But I, I just, I, I enjoy the characters. <laughs> I like how they brought in the older Ghostbusters, and like how Jerry's saying Paul Rudd's character is there. He's helping guide the kids, the well, podcast and the granddaughter, yeah. uh, on their journey of trying to figure out what's happening with the with their town. That's only been established about almost fifty years to hundred years. That's it, and it was so like yeah, and they're trying to help figure out what that that is. And he did yeah, bringing the care, the funniness, and all that junk. And yeah, and Jerry's right with the mother. The mother did a great job being this so it's like. One like wow, a mother that's supporting two kids by herself, trying to make it through like the time of this hard time that's going on with them, and trying to deal with a dead father's house that she had no care for in the world because they abandoned her and all that junk. But I love the how she gets the realization at the end and having a closure moment with the with her father and all that junk. It was great. They peeled, they put it all together. It felt like. They said, how do we make this right? And without fucking this movie up and close the movie with the ending of Ghostbusters or a continuation wise. And it just felt great. I just enjoyed it. I love, I know we're not going to talk about the ending until later, probably, but I'm just going to say, you I can talk this about movie it. Having it two, <laughs> I, I love, I, they have two, they, this movie has, to me, it has two endings there's the adventure. And then there's the act, the adventure, the adventure ending. Then there's the conclusion of the family and the feelings ending. And I love both of them how they did it. They executed it pretty well. I'm not mad of what they did with Egon bringing them back and all that junk. I'm like they did it right. They did. That. I I enjoy it. He came back to finish off the job, and he ended up doing. He closes things with his daughter. A, yeah, he didn't talk. I like that. I didn't. I wasn't against him not talking because I know they're gonna get somebody with a close voice to him, and maybe screw it up for us, or snippets from like old footage of him from yeah. back when in like movies and stuff. And mm -hmm. I'm like, they're gonna ruin it that way. Just leave it to him, just nodding like he'll probably do. Just nod at you, give you the shrug. 
and all that stuff, including technically he's a progressing ghost at this point. So maybe he couldn't talk anyway. That's like a good little feature too. Yeah. And I love there's a little hint when they're going through his uh, Ghostbuster stuff and they end up finding his old glasses and a fucking Twinkie. <laughs> no. <That laughs> because was. in the first Ghostbuster, he was saying, imagine this Twinkie like a hundred times bigger or something like that or a thousand times bigger and i'm like they're calling that back to the freaking first ghostbusters trying to explain things to people and i love how as before he actually makes himself an actual physical ghost he's trying to help the granddaughter with like moving in objects and everybody he comes and act like in contact with he just moves the objects and i love it was adorable with the chess game i love that yeah that was, that one was one cool. my favorite moments Okay, my only nitpick with the chess game. Why was he so aggressive with this first move? Like, why did he did he knock it away like so hard? Because it's Egon. <laughs> Nobody. Yes. And, like he was like, I expect you to be smarter since you're my, you know, my. DNA. I think he was trying. <laughs> I think I do I agree think that was... is a small nitpick, but you know, Egon had to do it just to you know fuck with well, him a little bit. No, I, I think it's with I the first it was like move a... with... Yeah, wait, go ahead. You go ahead. Well, well flicking it... Well, let's say let's Egon is like still like a progressing ghost. Like I said, he was progressing. So he doesn't know how to physically touch things. And so he overly did that seemed, it. That seemed like flung. very deliberate, though. That seemed like a very deliberate well, move. Well, like, like I'm just saying, like he probably is trying to figure it out, but he ended up like saying... And then he got frustrated trying to figure out, so he just used all this negative Maybe. energy and forced the chess play, uh, yeah. chessboard fucking forward. That was, that was just like a one, like little minor nitpick. But um, yeah, at fine. first effort, it's fine. It's fine. It's completely fine. I was just like, if it's Egon, why are they so aggressive with that chess move? I think um, it's because he's I, so he's so smart, and he's probably saying to himself, "Why am I not getting this? This should be easy for me to handle." So he got frustrated. Like they say, a lot of ghosts, whenever they use more negative energy, it's more stronger than actual positive energy. So negative energy. Maybe. Whoop. I don't know. I mean, that's that's one way I of interpreting it for sure. Yeah, you your Matt is the fucking race dance of our group. So <laughs> he, he believes he believes he's a Ghostbuster. Just like fucking. Um, I, I I don't. I'm not a Ghostbuster myself, but I live in a house that's pretty much he, fucking home. He, he believes <laughs> he believes that Ghostbusters are real and that proton packs are real. That's that's Matt, Matt believe Matt's like Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I, I I love it. I love. I like. The ghost theories, like I've been on a binger actually with like videos of like top ten like paranormal act like stuff paranormal activity stuff before this movie we even announced while doing this and watching the movie I was like on a binger watching that top ten mysterious creatures found like crypto like cryptos and like myth like mythological creatures. Shut up. (laughs) Um. (laughs) And like I was watching like some like demon like top ten demon shit that was happening with people cursed objects. I was Dan Aykroyd like out for like a week and a half prior to this. <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> so 
I, I do. I like a lot about this movie. Um, when I like first when I was watching it, I was like on the edge of my seat, like Jerry was saying. I was very excited when um, they were, especially my favorite scene, probably my favorite segment actually, um, was when the kids get the proton packs and then they're shooting at the uh, Slimer of this movie is basically muncher the blue ghost and then they're completely decimating the town i love that scene i thought that was fun i loved how they're like completely like destroying the streets of this like little oklahoma town in the first movie what do you mean was this supposed to be like the first movie like there was a plan to chase go downtown chasing slimer or some kind of ghost down the street and they just decide not to and dan Aykroyd is possessed and stuff Oh no! Did that's you, you talk about that. No, no, that's the second. That's Ghostbusters two. Oh, was um, like two? Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, they're not chasing ghosts. That, that's a whole different discussion. We'll get into. That. Okay. <laughs> 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 um, but no, 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 no. Um, yeah. That, so when they're like the like decimating the town, they're shooting up the streets. They don't know what they're doing. They're they're in the gunner sheet. See, you know, that comes out and they have the, like the little remote control um, trap and it like kind of like put your mind's eye into like what this previously could have been for like other past Ghostbusters events. So I was like, oh, I could totally see this tech being used in like some other Ghostbusters scenario. Like it seemed like there was other adventures and events that happened after the first movie, even though they only talked about the events of the first movie. It seemed like the, throughout the whole movie. But it seemed like those little like uh, additions that they had with the little, you know, the remote control trap and the gunner seat that they had more adventures, you know, along the lines with the the Ghostbusters Corporation. But um, yeah, that scene was probably my favorite scene just because they like didn't know what they're doing. They're destroying the town and the like they had like complete repercussions of like going to jail and. You know, like they get all their their uh, their toys True. basically taken away from them. So you're like, oh, what are they gonna do at that point? I almost wish there was more destruction. Like they like like had more accidents. <laughs> oh, like, I was thinking the, the same thing. The movie, yeah, I <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I don't know something no, else was, blew up. This should have been <laughs> like, like they, twice as much destruction. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially with kids, you know. They're kids. They're they're using this equipment. They don't even know what it is. It's a nuclear accelerator on their back, and they're just shooting yeah. it around. Like, I, I I almost wish there was a little more like uh like damage and uh repercussions. But like you know, I I wish that was that scene was really fun. I do like that scene a lot. Like I liked the whole setup the beginning. I was really on the edge of my seat. Paul Rudd was great. I really liked his character. I liked the. Um, he was very enthusiastic with the mm-hmm. Ghostbusters tech, and it, like it made sense that he would have been like one of the generations that knew about the Ghostbusters because that happened in the '80s. Um, so, like, you know, that's probably like, you know, obviously he was alive back then. Um, so, like, it was it, it made sense that he was enthusiastic about it, and the kids didn't <laughs> even know about it. Like, if he talked about kids today, say like some massive event happened in New York City back in 2001 and uh you talk to kids today they wouldn't even know about it you know so like it, it makes sense uh, um that the kids don't really know about the stay pup marshmallow man wa- uh wandering around the streets of manhattan um so 
yeah, it, like I, I, I like that aspect a lot. Um, I almost wish Paul Rudd was like more of a Ghostbuster, if that makes sense. You know, I liked his character a lot. That um, once he becomes like the key master, I, I, I wish he wasn't the key master. I wish it was something else. I almost wish the villain was something mm. else. Or if it was like e Evil Shandor or something. Just because like the third act just felt like it was just Ghostbusters again. Like the third act was just the, the, the first movie again. Because they had like the key yeah. master yeah. and the gatekeeper. And I was like, all right, I know what happens. You know, Gozer comes out. I liked how they added Evil Shandor. I almost wish Evil Shandor was the main villain. Or something like if he became the main villain, and it was pretty cool that he's played Wasn't by J.K. He was dead, but it's fucking. He's a he ghost. It's Ghostbusters. <laughs> Call it Ghostbusters. Yeah. He's a fucking ghost. <laughs> like you're like, I don't know. Anyway, I like like I liked how like he was played by J.K. Simmons. I I thought that was pretty cool. It's like I was like talking to my cousin Tony. He was sitting next to me. I was like, "Is that J.K. Simmons?" He's like, "No, it's not." Like, yeah, fuck it is. It's J.K. Simmons. And it was. <laughs> <laughs> and um and it was pretty I, I liked how uh Gozer was played by Olivia Wilde. I thought that was pretty neat. I was like, oh that's that's Olivia Wilde. That's that's pretty cool. I haven't seen her in a in a while. <laughs> um I I'm I not gonna say it looked great that then the design of Gozer. It wasn't the like design a, looked it wasn't great. Yeah. It and was I love very how nice. And instead yeah. of seeing how the first one's outfit it's, was, it's, like it was, it was more bubbly. Yeah, yeah, it was more of like a solid, more material and properly set up for the character. But it was awesome. Yeah, I like, uh, and it makes sense that like she she kind of changes her look, you know, because every time she comes back, she could be a man, she could be a woman. Gozer's Gozer's whatever it wants to be. Um, He's uh, gender I, neutral. Yeah, I, I, I almost I just almost wish there was a different villain just because like I knew the events that were gonna happen. I knew the key master, I knew the gatekeeper, but like you know, it was fine in the end. I understand they want to tie it into the first um into the first movie. Um I don't know. I, I just I almost just wish it was a different villain. Like that's like that's probably the my major thing that I find like like it's probably my major nitpick about it. It's not even that bad, that mm -hmm. detrimental. Like even if it was just Evil Shandor as like the main mm -hmm. ghost, I would have been fine with that. Um, but it just felt like, you know, like the whole ending of the Ghostbusters, the first one. Like I was like, okay, I've seen this before. You know, <laughs> I get it. I, I get what you're, I saying. Where you're coming from. I get it. Well, I I just like this one because this one felt like. Yes, it was like the first one, but like it felt like, why not bring back a villain that a these kids never seen before or heard of, and b the original Ghostbusters have seen and had done dealt with, and yeah, I get like, that. Give, so, and like Egon, Egon's like Egon's trying to figure, like trying to stop it. Her, well, it her him coming right. back again. So it makes it more <laughs> like he has a goal. That we did this before, we're not doing this again. Yeah. So he has yeah. that's why he's more set on doing his stuff. Like it makes him have a real goal. He probably did all his calculations basically every what is it, every about 20 years, 20, 30 years, 
another occurrence of this happening yeah, or something yeah. like this. So and I was, did they change? This, did they was, change the date? When when like did they change the date? Did it say twenty twenty one? Because I didn't really get the like I didn't really yeah it yeah, was twenty twenty one. Because originally this movie was supposed to come out 2020, so I wonder if they digitally changed the date on the wall, which they probably, probably did. They probably yeah. did. They probably did. Because I remember hearing that this was supposed to release last year, so I was like, "Oh, they're probably." Yep. I was thinking like, "Oh, they're probably going to change it to fit the year and you know, do something you know of value with it." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I like I like how they had the prep time and they chose actual prep time and like they said we have an extra year let's try to change certain things so it can coexist with the year we're dropping it off with and see how it goes and it did pretty much well they did great but uh what i liked how like egon like including egon had plans he had like the proton packs aiming into the portal that was looking no spewing out evil evil uh souls and energy and he will force it back in. That's why we had the earthquake issues. And then, like, uh, I love seeing Gozer. Like, we never seen the 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 hound, the keymaster, or the gate, the gatekeeper, and the keymaster get separated before the ending of defeating Gozer. I liked how we got we can trap him. Yeah, we can that trap was, them. That was cool. And that was neat. So we can trap them and get the soul, the person back from them. And Gozer would actually be physically still prominent there, but she'd be it, they would be glitching in and out of like full form to like nerves and organ style. And I love that look. I was like, this is cool. And her coming out like they, they coming out of the cornfield was great because it was just like creepy and you knew something was happening. You got the real showdown showing up. I was enjoying like all. I, I I literally just. I feel like they chose wise with this one. I I do agree with you, but I think they chose wisely with this one. Yeah, I'm not like. I understand why they did it. I just wish, you know, I just want to see something different. That that's why. Like, like the whole setup was totally different from what I've seen, and then like, the ending was like, all right, I know what happens. Like, I know. They need a key master and a gatekeeper, and that they have to screw basically to release Gozer yeah. into our plane, into our dimensional field. So I was like, okay, I already, I know that happens. So you know, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to see that again. <laughs> but I get <laughs> why they did it. One scene that I think is going to be forever ingrained in my memory is the marshmallow men just coming to life and just yeah, fucking ki- brutally killing each other. Oh, yeah. yes. That's the funny thing in mentioning that because my dad's main goal was it's like, if this movie sucks or this movie ends up being good, I know for a fact, my main thing is, is the marshmallow people. He wants to see how much more chaos they do in the movie than in the trailer that, or a sneak peek they showed us. Yeah, it was just awesome. When they were skewering each other and roasting each other, making s'mores and just everything else, I'm like, this is absolutely great, and I'm so happy that they did this because I yeah. love yes. the Marshmallow Man in the first one. I just 
it's always, you know, I was like, I wonder if they're going to do something crazy with food or anything like that because they came back at the very end just fucking with the proton pack. Yep. Like, <laughs> you know, they're just laughing like little fucking they're gremlins. gremlins. And then podcast they comes out. Like oh, what the fuck did you say? And he's just tasing the shit out of them. And they're just yeah. blowing up. And he looks like freaking Dan Aykroyd at the end of the, the freaking the first movie. All marshmallowed up and everything. Yeah, that and was that was that was we cool. have the nice I I um with that. So like the other the other thing I wanted to bring up, like you you brought up uh Finn Wolfhard and uh like his character and he's supposed to be the cynic, he's supposed to be like the the Bill Murray of the mini Ghostbusters, basically. He's supposed to be the P- Peter Venkman. But he didn't really have too much to yep. do. You know, he got a job no. at that, you know, he was diner just the guy or that whatever. Got the car running again. He got the car running because Yeah. He needed because, a car. Just because. Yeah, I guess he wanted to drive a car, but like that was kind of it. He didn't really have any other connection to this. It wasn't like he was trying to make a profit yeah. like Bill Murray's character, like he didn't have that motivation like Peter Venkman did. And you know, Ob- like like podcasts, you know, he was very enthusiastic. He was like, "Oh, I have material I for my podcast." Uh, there you go. Matt you is go. taking a shit. Um, so like podcasts had like the material for his podcast, and uh, Phoebe, you know, was intrigued with the connection with her grandfather and like the science aspect to it. And then Finn, um, what the fuck? What was his actual name? I don't even know his name in the movie. I don't even remember much. Yeah. Because he just, it's like you said, he didn't really have much to do with the legacy of his grandfather. He was just trying to, you know, do his own thing. Yeah. He's just trying to be a teenager, like trying to hook up with girls, I guess, which is like t- kind of a, the, you know, what Peter Vinkman was trying to do in the first Ghostbusters so there's like a loose connection there but at least like Peter Venkman had the motive like he had that connection to the team of the Ghostbusters because he wanted to make a profit he wanted to make the the franchise the franchise rights would make uh you know them rich but be on their wildest dreams kind of thing like um yeah with Finn he didn't really have any connection with the, any of the proton packs the equipment I guess his name was Trevor. I just looked it up. His name was Trevor. Uh, the character Trevor had no connection. Like, he, he, it didn't seem like he had any desire or anything. He wanted, you know, that tied him into the Ghostbusters universe, really. Like, it wasn't like he was like, oh, I love that. I love, um, Peter Vinkman. I love his work. Like, he, he really inspires me to, you know, get out there and, fucking get get by these franchises or anything there was it was there wasn't even like a loose connection like that the only thing he really had going was the fact that he had fixed up echo one by himself and then you know aside from that just one frayed like copper wire yeah he basically got ecto one up and running by himself which in itself you know is very nice to see, but I'm like, what else you got going on here, kid? You got jungle fever. 
you you know what what yeah. else are you trying to do? He didn't have like like I said, he didn't have any connection to like the team of the Ghostbusters. He didn't have like that motivation. He didn't have the drive until like the very yeah. end. Just because well, he was gonna die, has, that was it. He, yeah, he has no, he has no science background at all, right? To help him, help them out. And he's got just a like, fucking yeah, PhD like in auto mechanics. I'll tell you that. Yeah, he's like <laughs> I think that was auto just mechanic. Yeah. I, okay, so me and Egon my, so me and my, for him. me and my dad put this character towards my brother Nicholas. He likes his a wing things. So if we just like said this is the Nicholas of the of the movie, he's just winging his fixing his car because that's how Nicholas Nicholas is. He will bring his truck here, like truck to my our place, and he will fix up his truck. And be like, is it gonna be done by tonight, or is it gonna be done tomorrow, or maybe three days later? And then out of nowhere, it's done within the day, and he drives off. But he comes back another week later because something else is wrong with it. What are you gonna do? But like he's Get Nicholas. He's just, this character off. reminds me. This character really reminds me of my brother. That's how it is, and it's freaking hilarious how it's too similar than I want to say. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Would I you say that like, Trevor has a monkey's paw, Chris? Uh, crispy. Yeah, he does. I would say so. He was lucky because there's multiple times where he's driving that car where he should have fucking rolled that tr that car over. He should have just, when he took the jump, when he found his sister and podcast together, he should have blew out that engine and the oil pan and the radiator. Everything in the front should have just been fucked. Everything, he just got lucky with this whole car. With this whole movie, he was just lucky. You Monkey could just say day. it's the spirit of Egon making the car fly or something like that. I don't, I don't fucking know. You could just make some <laughs> bullshit. I don't up. know. <laughs> he just has a lot of luck going on forth with this movie. He has a lot of it, and it's just whatever. It made it work. The movie work. His character did. It was no. It was no foul play or anything to the movie. It. it Kept, the movie kept running. It didn't matter. Yeah, I just wish he had a little bit motivation to be like a part of the Ghostbusters team, at least like his the mini version of the Ghostbusters team. Well, yeah. Once the once the hood shut on itself, I think he would have been like, "What is this more?" Instead of saying, "Huh," and then driving off, and he didn't said, give a shit. He didn't want to investigate. He just yeah, didn't want to investigate. He said, "Fuck, you, I have a car." I get it, kid. He he's a care. kid. He's like, he I got care this about thing Egon. Works. He didn't care about any of that. He's like, oh, I got a car. Then, that was his character. Yeah, like he got once, a car. <laughs> including like once he figured, like once he's working on this whole car, I kind of wish that he would have been like Snoop would have more snooping around the car than mm -hmm. him. Like, yeah, yeah. Just like, oh, been, I got a car. That would have just realized what this yeah. this car is more than just a car, and he would understand more. Maybe he I found the proton packs or something. Wait, what? If like he found the proton packs like in the car or anything, well, like a notebook. Was, yeah, like yeah. If he found like anything in it, like technically he should have found the RC car. The RC car was like yeah. there the whole time. Yeah. And anything. but like it was just, like if he snooped around in it and just started discovering more scientific stuff, then we can see him building his relationship was, with yeah. his sister more. Or Egon be mm. more presentable to him more than just, all right, I helped you with the car. Yo.
Dave. Yeah, that was it. That was literally it. Yeah. yeah. That was basically it. I agree. Like, with you. I was like, oh, whatever. There needed he's, to be a, a little bit a, more to that character. He, he just a little more he's, push. Yeah. He's a 15 year old boy. What do you want him to give that's lying and saying he's 18 to get some girl? <laughs> yeah, I get that. I like that. There's one nitpick I had, and that's it's it's very small, and it's just me. But I didn't really care for how with the gatekeeper and the the what the fuck ever's how they made like, the- jump scares with them. Oh, I was like, I you know I got it. I was like, okay, they want to you know jazz it up a little bit. But I'm like, you know, oh. I was like. They're probably. I, I felt it coming. I'm like, they're probably going to try to do a jump scare involving these two particular entities, and you know, sure enough, they did. And I was, it wasn't bad or distasteful. It was just one of those things I didn't really care for, you know. But that's yeah, just me. Just, I think they did the same. The thing was like the first jump. Well, the one scare was yeah, not the one mind. scare. The the first time seeing the dog figure, like style of the gatekeeper and the key master was when the Walmart and he's just hanging out and it felt like the first like uh, it felt like the first Ghostbusters and they like had like I felt like they just used one of the same old like one of the old devices they had like the, like the animatronics they just gave it a new skin to it and just had it like there just laying there there's like growling like after he found Paul Rudd but I enjoyed him sitting on the car though. That it was, was dumb, but it was nice. It was funny. And the car wheels pop and shit. I liked how with the terror dog, they used like an animatronic, like Matt was saying. Like it was an actual physical thing. It wasn't like just Until CGI the whole time. It was CGI, obviously, when it was running. But um, like at least they used like a physical object. Like this went in the first Ghostbusters when it started to run, it didn't look good. It didn't look good. Um, like uh, <laughs> once it started to run, but once it was a still puppet, it looked great, and uh, I almost got that same vibe with this. Like it was like once it was still it looked amazing. Once it ran, it looked fine. You know, it was it was okay. You know, um, it was just you know CGI, but it wasn't like it was bad CGI. I was just like, oh yeah, okay, CGI now. Um, I I like that. I liked how they used more physical, practical puppets. Um, I liked how I liked the minor, the the minor look, the zombie look of the minor was obviously like a physical animatronic mm-hmm. too. It looked very reminiscent of the uh, cab cabbie driver in the first Ghostbusters, where he's like the zombie cabbie. Uh, it almost looked like oh the yeah. Same thing. Um. I like that. I almost wish there's like more of the minor characters, like like the minor, the ghosts, the souls of the miners came out from the the depths of the mines, and they were like terrorizing the town or something like that. I just wish there's almost a different villain. <laughs> like that's really my major thing with with the movie. I just wish it was a little different with the villain. It was like something I haven't seen before. And like Matt was saying, like it, it was they had when uh gozer was sh- like transparent they're showing the organs you know that was that was different but it was still you know the ceremony and how it came together was still the same i i seen that um 
But I think the, I think the movie was a lot of fun. I like the character, the podcast character. I liked how Paul Rod Rod was just showing like his students like it, horror movies from the eighties, like completely inappropriate, which was amazing. I I loved that for like a school setting, like uh, especially like showing him them child's play and then like chucky's like murdering yeah, people. i got I super anxiety when i saw chucky <laughs> <laughs> i'm definitely afraid of dolls i mm. that's like dolls level zero i will like flip my shit if i'm in a room just oh surrounded by dolls i'm in this i'm with you on that i have some houses like i have I have some dolls in my house that I have some like eerie feeling about them because they just look like I don't want that to be a thing. I don't want that doing something right now. <laughs> Matt, Matt had some conversations with his dolls in his house and they talked back to him. No, 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 no. That just makes it sound weird. No. <laughs> um. Oh, no. So okay, do you guys have any like things, final things you guys want to say about Ghostbusters Afterlife or anything you want to bring up before we end the podcast? I really want to talk about the end post credit scene. Oh, there's I really do. Oh yeah, yeah. Go, go ahead. The two post credit scenes. Um, Jerry, would you want? Do you want to take one and I take one, or what do you I'll want? I'll talk do? about the one with Bill Murray because I thought that was hilarious. Okay. All right, go so for it. In the, I guess we could call this the mid-credit scene. So in the mid-credit scene, it's Bill Murray hooked up to this electrocution, uh, electricity machine. And, you know, he's, I can't even remember the woman he's talking to, but she's, you know, just showing a card saying, what card is this? And, you know, he's guessing sure. it like he has ESP. He's, you know, a spirit medium. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, they're just talking and he's, you know, just telling her like, you know, yeah, I used to do this all the time back in the day. And she's like, oh, really? So she's already kind of figured out, oh, there's a trick to this that he's not saying. Okay. You all hear me? I'm here. I'm here. All right, you're good to go. Okay. <laughs> Josh is here. Josh is there. The lump for you. <laughs> but it, uh, you know, he's essentially just saying that, you know, he used to pick up, try to pick up girls like this. Jerry? Hello. I lost Crispy. I, I lost, lost Jerry. Too. Don't oh, you mute, okay. mute yourself. Don't I do Hold that on, to let me. me. Let me try to get him. Okay. I'll let you do that. Hi. I can't hear any we of you. Can't hear you. <laughs> Please stand by. <laughs> Hello? The fuck, Matt? Wait. Oh, on. You're on my phone setup. Oh, God. I hate this. Okay, Hello? there we go. We're all here Matt, now. What did you do, no, Matt? Is Josh here? Oh, what did you go. do? What I did you anything. do, Matt? I didn't do anything. It started doing it. I couldn't Ghost. help it. 
<laughs> that was weird. <laughs> but it, um, you, you know, just basically Bill Murray was saying that he used to electrocute the boys and okay. he wouldn't electrocute the girls so he could try to just pick them up and, you know, just have a night out on the town with them. Like some kind of old mm. miscreant chasing skirts. <laughs> no, I, 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 I love that too. Uh, <laughs> we are hearing a sound on our side. We're laughing and giving horrible faces because of it. Um, but I, I do like that, and I liked how like he was, he was getting his payback of doing that stuff. Kind of his past, like he should have done it. It's fun seeing him having the tarot card, not tarot cards, the symbol cards having marks on them that no one really can see. Only he can, he can tell. And he can, like, and he's just like, it's two lines, no, three lines, the squiggly, and like all this other stuff. I think the one that gave him away was a star. Mm hmm. When he said it was a five pointed uh, star. Yeah, I think that's the one that gave him away. Uh, I like to see what Josh wants to talk about when he gets back before I start my the post credits scene I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. What's my password? Okay. Yeah, so the the part the post credit scene I want to talk about is later on it's Ernie Hudson talking with the what's her name, the I believe it's the Gina. original, I think, yes, talking to her and discussing, like, the past and how everything went and seeing how, like, he progressed onward becoming a businessman and him actually just telling his side of the story of how, yes, I needed a job. So I came to them and I was seeking a job. They gave me a job. I did my job. And, but I'm truly a business. I, I am a businessman. So I was, once we retired, I got... I made a business and it actually grew and I helped and he didn't, he wasn't a scumbag. He wasn't a piece of shit. He wasn't anything harmful. He was actually willing to help out people. He was trying to be the good businessman and he noticed his friends were somehow like trouble. Like Ray, Ray had his store. It wasn't showing any profit, but he was helping him pay the rent and bills because that's why he, he knew his friend cared about that store and he wanted to have that store forever so he's like if he likes it i'm gonna help him pursue it i don't care i'm gonna keep helping flip the bill i bet it gets old for him but he still says it's my friend i'm dumb i'm not gonna be a, i'm not gonna be a jerk i'm gonna help him out and and then like i love how he still says and i'm always gonna be a ghostbuster even if i'm a businessman i'm always a ghostbuster and he has, I love how he has all these, oh, fuck. He has his morals and his goals with himself to proceed onward. And what he, in his ways he lives by. It's not like nothing, like he's actually an inspiration that you should, like, if you stay for the movie, you end up getting this out of it. Like you get this little piece. And it's pretty neat. I didn't like it. It's like, and like he ends up, I think he believes that like at the end of the movie, I assume he 
fixes up the Echo One, so they continue on ghost busting later in New York City, but or help establish the actual new Ghostbusters and how and then keep expanding. I would say if they do make another movie with this, it'll be him running the show and say Egon due to the passing. Mm-hmm. But I will pre- deeply appreciate because he's keeps he's gonna have a keep flow of this like they're gonna have always money or something backing them to keep them going in case of anything happens and they have a supporting person that's gonna keep them flowing instead of having somebody that's an asshole or them fighting over we're not gonna make the rent or some other bullshit. I get it, they may need their scientists, but what you're gonna do? They do have Ray and Bill Mert. They do have Ray and Vinkman to help out fill out those holes of Egon would have filled out. But it was it was a good it was a, I I enjoyed it. It's it showed like like I said, it gave me a good like heart feeling of like how he was portraying of the Ghostbusters and like helped him out and did his thing. I can agree with that. I couldn't have said it better myself. I concur. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could find most of the words that, words I wanted to use, but <laughs> well, I think all right. That's okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So what? What was I gonna say? Okay. So, how did you guys feel about CGI Harold Ramis? I was. I. I personally liked it a lot. I like Mm -hmm. how they used his hologram and they didn't have it talk. They just had it move. And, you know, I think it was for the tone that it set with the family and the other Ghostbusters, you know, it was very spitting because, you know, his spirit was there. He got to say his last goodbye to them. And, you know, he got his piece to, you know, move on with. And it's, you know, like when Michael Jackson passed and they did the hologram concert tour, you know, I've watched the clips from it and I'm like, it's, you know, it's, it's not the same. Because, yeah, you know, you can't so recreate that same energy or try to match that same persona, I guess. But with how they did it with Egon, they just had him, you know, as Crispy said, as, you know, a departed spirit, you know, he's here, he's helping his family, his job's done, he's, you know, he's ready to go. He got to say his farewell to his daughter. There was, I think it was more impactful that there were no words spoken, just so it can add to the fact that, you know, Harold Ramis is gone. There's, you know, it's like Crispy said, they didn't pull any, you know, past audio logs or try to find someone to match his voice. They just used, um, oh, uh, you know, just body Emotion. language and, you yeah. know, just function to just convey how he felt and his emotion. Yeah, um, I, I thought I thought it was like tastefully done. I almost like thought I thought all that was needed was the hand. I thought that was all they're gonna do was like the hand holding the proton uh 
stream, like I thought that was it. I thought that was going to be the, the only glimpse that we see is like the hand, mm-hmm. and maybe that dissipates at the end or whatever. But you know, we we do see him the, him in full body. They do cut to him multiple times. It's not just like once. I wouldn't even like, you know, I, it's like fine. I almost feel like all that was needed was the hand on the proton stream. I feel like that was all that like we really needed. I like I felt like at that point we just kind of got what what it was. But you know, I'm not mad that they showed him, but like they did kind of cut to him a little bit more than I would have found necessary. Yeah, they wanted to get the jokes in there with the the, the cast with the like the older yeah. group thing. Like, yo, what the fuck? He's here. He, why is he, yeah. why are you here? Like you're here. <laughs> but I, mm-hmm. I it's at least like it to me, like him actually being there, like a hand wouldn't be a big thing because only the granddaughter would notice it if she really like actually paid attention. So him actually physically being there brought more of a presence because she would notice and the team would notice that, yeah, he's there to the end and he was not going. He was staying a ghost, but he was a ghostbuster to the day he moves on. Yeah, I, I actually I, appreciate it. I get that. I think the hand, if it was just a hand, hypothetically, that I don't, I don't, she she was the spangler like she it was like that was like the passing of the torch like she was the spangler like mm-hmm. basically like taking that place like she was you know that I think she was really the only one who necessarily needed that closure out of all the characters. Well, um, I think all of them needed it though. I think everybody needed it. The mother needed it. The, the group it needed it because the group necessary. ended with the bad taste in their mouths because. He left them. He took everything of their belongings. They fucked up the Ghostbusters. He basically shut them down. He moved to Bumfuck, Ohio, and did his own thing to save the world. Oklahoma, Ohio, whatever. (laughs) That's a no. (laughs) Um, He drove all the way out there in Echo 1, set up his shack, screwed up his own family, did all that stuff, and to save the universe for a good cause. And they make like everyone know he was there, actually there to make presence and like to close up like certain feelings and all that stuff. It was good to have it. I really do disagree with the hand thing because it wouldn't have been actually a thing for like a heartwarming ending or at least a decent passing of a torch. It would just be a hand and no one would notice a fucking hand. If you would like, actually she noticed the hand. I think that things. was all. I think that was all that was needed. Like you got it. You got the. Message. I don't know if she needed. I don't think it needed just the hand. I think, I think, I it. think it was think necessary was for the need. body. I think that was because all you if need. you have a proton pack shooting a freaking a beam like that, you would not notice a feeling of a fucking hand touching your hand because a vibration of that gun giving you off. Yeah, you would. I mean, she definitely noticed it. That sure. was all you needed. The audience saw it. Because the whole thing was there. <laughs> it was there. The whole thing was there. Yeah, I, I, I understand that. I think just the, the, the display that <laughs> reaction to the audience, I think that we would have got it. Like, that was it. That was all that was necessary. I, I understand why they showed his whole body. I think they only needed to show maybe the wide shot of him in his you know, and his granddaughter, but I understand why they did it. It was a little, you know, I mean, like Ghostbusters has always been like 
like from the first one was like very cynical it was like ant like not anti-capitalism but like kind of like pushing making fun of capitalism in general and like ghostbusters never been like super smoltzy you know like super like um about you know lovey feelies you know <laughs> so like this was definitely the saddest ghostbusters movie which i don't know was that necessary i mean i guess you know you want to pay tribute to hail hailed ramus um i almost wish there was a little more cynicism in this movie you know like they like maybe they they lost the rights to the the go the rights to like the ghostbusters franchise or something like that like so i think it just needed i don't know just like that little bit of more like a comedic element but I, it was fine you know i understand why they did it but yeah <laughs> i think for me i think them you know going from the hand to the full body and even just you know keeping the hologram of harold ramus there for as long as they did it um you know it uh you know we all know bill murray and harold ramus had their falling out after ghostbusters too and I don't, you know, I'm not sure if they ever made up from that before Harold Ramis passed or, you know, if it's yeah, just one of those things that, you know, they just, he took to the grave with them that, you know, I'm, I'm done with this person. Well, I think. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. I think it was in the, how they made it. Uh, the movies that made us, they actually, Bill Murray did. He did make up. And actually made men. men I, th I think, it was, yeah, it was like ba basically he was in his deathbed. So it was like. Yeah, basically. So he said, point, I can't like, let him die being I, this way. I guess. They made their men's at the deathbed. And okay. I guess they had a I mean, I guess out. kind of a shittier way of doing it. They had their a shittier way of doing it, but they still did it. They had their falling out after Groundhog Day. Um, Harold Ramis was directing Groundhog Day. And I guess they had their disagreements during the filming of that movie. So, mm -hmm. I guess that's where it started. It just, you know, I think it was, you know, you. it's like you said, you know, you can't have the new generation without the old generation, you know, seeing them off and passing the torch. As we, uh, you know, we've all been saying from extreme Ghostbusters to even Ghostbusters Afterlife. And it... You know, I'm not one for the whole hologram thing. When I saw it, I was like, you know, yes, this is, you know, this is nice. It's touching. I I did enjoy it because, you know, Egon was my favorite in the original Ghostbusters. So I was like, you know, I wonder if they're going to do a hologram thing or maybe some kind of bed sheet ghost or whatever to try to, you know, bring his spirit back. It, I see what Josh means by... You know, they could have just used the hand to symbolize the passing of the torch from, you know, grandfather to granddaughter. But I'm glad that they didn't just because it's, you know, it's like people who see their guardian angels say, you know, it starts with, you know, like a, a hand on your shoulder. You look over and then boom, it's, you know, the person you were you know, that believed in you most, just telling you, you know, don't give up, keep going, you got this, and, you know, I believe in you, I love you, and, you know, so on and so forth. And I think that's what really, 
you know, she needed because, you know, the daughter, she just always had the hard time. And then when she finally started figuring herself out, you know, she essentially called out her mom saying, you know, why didn't you tell me my grandfather was a physicist, a scientist, this brilliant man? You know, he's a Spengler. You're a Spengler. I'm a Spengler. We all have the same genes. And it just mm-hmm. gave her the push to if they do do a second one, that maybe she'll try to pick up the reins of doing all the tech and, you know, filling in the spot of Egon of being the brains of the operations. Including that granddaughter, technically, she, well, her father left due to her because he couldn't grasp her. That was the main reason mm-hmm. her mom was giving. That the daughter caused the family to break up. She was, she was different than everything else. Now, Mike, that's kind of like a little mean setup for it, but fuck it, this is the way they're going with it. They're going with it. She was, she was the oddball. She was the ugly duckling that was actually the perfect swan of the other group. Uh huh. Is there anything more you want to add, Josh? No, I'm. I'm like. I'm good. <laughs> no, I'm good. Uh, I think uh, uh, I basically uh, said everything I needed. Big booty, booty, problems. problems. I think is I'm reading, reading one bar. We're gonna cut Matt out of the podcast. <laughs> um, um, yeah. So, what are you guys' final thoughts and ratings on Ghostbusters Afterlife? Crispy, I'll let you go first. I cut you off twice this episode. It's fine, it's man. Fine. I mean, I don't care. <laughs> At least we're on the same path. path. Shit, shit. All right, let me go. Well, let me cut you off, Matt. Hold on. I want to <laughs> <laughs> movie, and I want to know. I wanted to go last, but that's fine. I got to go with my bit. But, um, yeah, I think Ghostbusters Afterlife is a fun time. I think it's great for families. I don't know if you would like it more if you haven't seen Ghostbusters or if you have seen Ghostbusters from Big Booty Dandy's comments, I guess it doesn't really matter. Um, that's what I was curious about. I'm like, would I like this movie if I haven't seen Ghostbusters? I'm like, I don't really know. I, I'm not sure because there's so many callbacks or so many like little nods to the first one. There's some nods that were I felt like that were a little unnecessary, like the crunch bar. I was like, okay, like I get it, you know? Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, most most of it was pretty tasteful. Most of it was fine. Um, I just I I wish the character Trevor had a little bit more, um, you know, nuance and a little bit more to do with the Ghostbusters group or something like that. But you know, it, it was fine. Um, I liked how they all kind of fit their molds of the the predecessors, like the previous Ghostbusters. Um, when when the Ghostbusters showed up. It was like it was cool. It was great to see them all together. Um, it it almost like uh, what's the word? It just like it almost like I, I was thinking. I was like, okay, so like they can't save the day because then it'll like completely defeat the purpose of everything that Phoebe was doing and everything that the new characters that the were developed 
what they were doing. So they can't really save the day. I guess they 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 can help, you know, but they can't like it what I know they like stumble and fall over, but it wasn't like made for laughs. It was more like uh, like more for attention. And I, I wish like that at that moment it was like more funny, <laughs> you know, like oh they're they're old, you know, <laughs> like that you could laugh at them at that point. Like it would it, I think it would have made more sense with the uh context of the ghostbusters universe and like they're they're bumbling they're old you know they're not going to be able to save the day all the time especially now like they're basically like superheroes at this point like it felt like when spider-man came out with the captain america shield and uh captain america civil war or whatever it almost felt like that and i was like yeah i mean like they they are heroes but like i wouldn't put them on that caliber they're like more accidental heroes than like you know they they made a business and they accidentally saved the day and that's that's what ghostbusters the first one's really all about but um i do recommend this movie um there's like i said there's little little subtle things that i have like some issue with um but all in all i think it was a fun time i'll definitely watch it again i want to see it again in uh theaters if i get the chance um but I would rate this a seven, a seven out of ten. That's that's where I fall on. Matt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I really enjoy this movie. I, it's probably one of my probably my top five of this like this year. Uh, it's cutting it close with it being in November, but whatever. Saving the best for fucking last, basically. I don't have a problem. I do wish it was more in October or fit the time. But yeah, uh, I wish the movie, it came out yeah. in October too. The movie to me was great. I went and saw my family. My family all loved it. We all had a great time. I never had like actually going to the movies with my whole family in a long time. And it felt Did Nick nice go too? everybody go. Did Nick go this, too? That's a sad, sad thing is Nick couldn't go do the issues of work. But we but oh, mostly okay. we had the whole family with us though, so we was went busy cleaning shit bowls. Hey, we don't talk about his work like <laughs> was that. Was he okay, swimming in it? <laughs> but um, so yeah, we went and saw it. And we all enjoyed it. We had like all the our favorite moments. We enjoyed every little nip, like every little piece that we have. We noticed. Um, I enjoyed all the characters. Yes, I have a problem with Trevor, but whatever. Screw it. I'm not gonna be an ass. Um, and, uh, what's it called? And I just, if it had a good vibes, it ended off really great and had a good emotional ending that like Josh said, we never had really in a ghostbuster. I think they pulled it off really great. Um, CGI stuff was pretty nice seeing. I'm not a hundred percent fan of CGI, but it worked out. It wasn't horrible. Um, I did recommend this movie to people that aren't Ghostbuster fans. They went and saw it. They actually fucking loved it. They actually actually enjoyed seeing the movie and changed them up a little bit. But the the movie franchise, I don't think they're going to go back to watch the old ones. But they are liking the new franchise setup they have now as they pursue onwards. I to me, I I enjoyed this movie too much. I assume because I do want to see it again. Like I said, my family, we just wanted to walk back in the theater and just watch it again. And I'm 
I'm actually, I think I'm going to really highball this fucking movie to like a nine, nine and a half for me. I like it. I want to give it the 10, but yeah, there's here and there flaws. I'm not going to give it a perfect, but it's high for me because I enjoy, it was just, it was, it worked. It functioned. It wasn't, as we said, we don't like to talk about it. It wasn't a 2016 movie. It was actually, they had an That's idea. Not even a movie. I wouldn't even count that as a film. I know. I know. At least like, this film not... was like a movie. <laughs> and uh, it's like, it works out. This movie worked out. It felt like they said, Harris Ramis died. He passed away. And let's try to honor him properly. Let's make a movie that works well. And we can send him off with a great vibe and go on with a new franchise if we do so without tainting him with this movie with this tainting his name with a movie that's bad with him in it i i like i said it's it was perfect to me is perfect i don't know who else out there you can disagree with me but i just good it was good i liked it a lot before i start mine i just want to say I have two of the best co-hosts this side of the East Coast. <laughs> and everything that they've said, I could not have put into words better. You know, I do agree with Josh. Personally, you know, I would have liked a different villain. But, you know, this one did work for, you know, the fact that this is a passing of the torch. And, you know, everything else with, you know, a few nitpicks we all have. You know, it did add and subtract, you know, a couple of feelings and emotions. And even with how, you know, Crispy said he saw it with his family, you know, they wanted to go back, see it again. I do want to go back, see it again. I might see if a couple yeah, of friends want to go see it. Yeah, I definitely want to see it. And for me, this this movie was definitely a favorite i do agree with crispy and josh i wish this would have come out you know october or you know at least beginning of november not around thanksgiving kind of like it is now but you know it doesn't take away from the film any less i'm glad they held off on it they made it you know just almost flawless to the perfect letter t and for me i'm I think I'm going to be the mid ground and I'm going to give it a solid eight and a half because okay. it's, you know, I do love the movie a lot. I would, I told people I work with, you know, this is the movie you have to see if you haven't. And, you know, they asked me like, Oh, what about the new venom? I said, I would put this above <laughs> the new venom yes. by a large oh, margin. And just because, you know, this is a great family movie. You could, I wouldn't necessarily take young kids to see it because, you know, they're going to be just yapping their freaking heads off. Yeah. But, you know, even if you've never seen it, you're, everybody knows bits and pieces of Ghostbusters. It's what defined, you know, 80s and 90s if, you know, you caught it at the right times. And it's, this, oh, sorry. Oh, what are you going to nope. say? Sorry, continue. I'll get uh, I later. Oh, I was just going to say it's, uh, you know, I think this does very well to grab old and new fans alike. Even like it's been, oh, God, it's probably been at least 18 years 
since I watched the first two Ghostbusters. Really? It's been that long? Oh my yeah. Gosh. Really? Yeah, it's been a long time. I I rewatch those movies like once a year. <laughs> like I watch them. <laughs> yeah, it's annually. about that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's you know especially the first one. I I do think that this movie will get better. You know, the more you watch it, you'll find you know more subtle nuances you like. Hopefully, Trevor will you know develop <laughs> a little bit more and mm. stop trying to be a horny kid. <laughs> I didn't mind that. Was no worry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this is, I definitely say that, you know, to end out, you know, 2021 and, you know, kind of all of the craziness and the, you know, just kind of the negativity, this was a, you know, a good movie to just, you know, just sweep you into just a whole cinematic I'm not going to say masterpiece, but I'm going to say experience. Because yeah, it definitely was. I don't right. think this could mm-hmm. ever be recreated without somebody else fucking it up. And I'm glad that the yes. children mm-hmm. actors, Paul Rudd, the production and director, you know, they knew what they wanted to do and they stuck with their guns. Plus or minus some things that we don't have to get back into. Matt, what were you going to say earlier? Oh, I was going to say, uh, like, we're talking about adding people. Was it uh, like telling people, like Jerry said, was telling other people things? And I was saying, we're t- I, we told other people things. Uh, our friend Steve, he was going on a date. And he, we we were just joking. Uh, we haven't, I haven't seen the movie yet. He was going on, he went on a date on Sunday, but he said, What movie should I pick? Dune or. Uh, Eternals. Eternals, yes. Thank you, Jerry. Eternals, and I just said, none. Ghostbusters. (laughs) And he's just like, I'm like, it's it's if the move if the story's shit, at least the movie will be fun. If the like you would get something out of the movie uh, of because it's gonna be like it's gonna have the old cast in it. You didn't know where they're gonna show up, but at least it's Ghostbusters. You know, you're at least gonna get something fun with it. If it's going from like the older style settings, and once we suggested, even then after me and Jerry saw it, we talked about more. He was more on board with it, and he actually took the girl on the date, etc. And he was—I have to say—he he was. They were both happy with the movie, and they ended off with a good freaking good dad, good time afterwards with this. Moving on to a it's dinner. It's the night. perfect date night movie. Yeah. Two thumbs up. Three thumbs up. And popcorn. Yeah, I, th- I think with this... <laughs> I think with this <laughs> sorry. I think with this premise and this story, I think it is, like, best, like, the best way it could possibly... Like, it's best way it could possibly be executed. I think uh, with this premise, it's, like, as good as it possibly could have been. Um, So, Matt, I have a question for you. So, you rate this Matt, a nine point... Point what? Point five? Is that what you said? Yeah. Okay, so what do you rate the first Ghostbusters? The first Ghostbusters? Yeah, it would be a 10. Okay. As much as I haven't seen it, as much as the second one, it's still the best one out of the wall. 
Oh, definitely is the best one. I was curious. I was and like, do you? Ra- I, I was like, do you rate this? Who is under Ghostbusters? Well, <laughs> two, two is literally it has to be. It, it ends up falling underneath the third installment to the French of this franchise setup, and it's kind of crazy how that works out. But it actually, this one fits better. I would say that than, fair. We fall into ooze. Uh, I mean, I I like a lot about. Ghostbusters 2. I just wish Ghostbusters 2 wasn't Ghostbusters 1 again. I wish it was something else because that's basically well, what Ghostbusters 2 is. The first movie another again. Thing that, <laughs> another thing that helps out the second one was like we got spoon fed that because we grew up with mostly that being aired when we were growing up and then the first Yeah, movie, that was more our era. Yeah. That's the one I that's that was my introduction to Ghostbusters was the second one. Yep. Yeah, that and was mine. The, the second one. one later. Um and the first one's definitely way better, way superior. The second one I do like it its bits and pieces. I just wish like I, I wish it wasn't the Ghostbusters building up their business again. I'm like, we already seen that. Like have them go different places. Have them go into like a cross dimensional portal or something. Have them go to hell. They, <laughs> like that's, they got that's hit what, by a ghost train and they fell in the slime. Slime in the s- that's well. Purgatory? That's what. Uh, what was it? Uh, uh, I, I want to say Ray Stance, but uh, Dan Aykroyd. That was Dan Aykroyd's original <laughs> idea was to take the Ghostbusters to hell, and I was like, that sounds fucking awesome. I wish they didn't. That, that. would have been cool. Sounds amazing. Can you imagine yeah. Bill Murray shit talking to devil? Yeah, I exactly. <laughs> like, that would be so great. Like, I wish they did that stuff. That's he why I almost like wish they... a hot lady down in hell, just trying to shoot some shit with her and see where it goes. That's, that's why I wish they did the third movie, just to, like, kind of fix the problems of the second movie like they they end the third the, the third installment on you know like them doing something else like them going taking the story in different places because there's so many avenues you could take ghostbusters um but yeah that that's my two cents but um so you guys have anything else you want to add before we end the podcast i just want to add once again i have Two great co-hosts. They let me come on almost a year. We're creeping on the year mark. I've been doing this. With Are you we? Guys. Kids? Oh my gosh! <laughs> really? And yeah, it was. Damn. You got crispy. You asked me if I wanted to come on for Mortal Kombat when it came out. Yes. Was that a year ago? It doesn't feel like that. It'll be ago. like a year <laughs> in April. That came That's... out. That was like in February, yeah. of March. Was it? Yeah, I, I think so. Know. I have no idea. I'm gonna look it up now. <laughs> but it's this has been this is always you know a great experience. Josh and Crispy they've opened my eyes to movies I would glance over, shows I would never think to watch. <laughs> it's you know I know it's been weird with some of the choices I pick, but I couldn't ask for some better friends and better co-hosts. Oh man. <laughs> As this great. is gonna make me. This is gonna make me teary-eyed, like the end of the Ghostbusters movie. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. I think it's like, dude. Yeah, like Jesus. <laughs> like every episode is usually Jerry, like that fucks me up, like with like a great ass end, like 
review at the end yeah, and all that shit. So I'm like, how am I supposed that? to follow him up? Like, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I felt like you gave us a more, like, a bigger, like, you gave a big presence here on our show and helped us do this show grow more, actually. Thank yeah. you for being part no, of it. Yeah, no, it's a lot of different point of views. Like, oh, like the stuff when Jerry has stuff to recommend. Besides, what was the you you recommended one bad movie? I was like, why did we watch this? But other than that, <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, oh, it was, was fucking, um, uh, <laughs> it the puppet movie. The what movie? Oh, that's what it was. Yes, that's what it was. The fucking Melissa Happy McCarthy. Happy Time Burgers. Yeah, yeah, that's what oh. was. that was very painful. Other than that, oh. I was like, oh, at least I me and Jerry had our good laughs. <laughs> I was that was rough. All <laughs> podcast, me and that, Jerry just going back and forth for that movie. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I, I do look. I do look forward to to your choices. I'm like, oh, I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, oh, what is what is gonna what are we gonna get next? But uh, I guess and like, then, wait, go ahead, Matt. Another thing that's great about it is like, do that. Me and Jerry talk other than podcast nights on we play PlayStation. He taunts me like, "Get ready for my fucking choice. Get ready." <laughs> so I'm always like, "What the fuck did he have? What did he have? He's gonna fuck you up, crispy. He's gonna do this to you. I have something ready for Joss. I'm gonna throw him a good curveball this time. Oh no! Gonna have him set up. I get all this prep work that builds up to when he drops us as he's like." his movies and shows he wants us to watch i'm like i don't even know how this fucking work he just does this crazy shit it's great <laughs> yeah dennis dennis you missed the whole episode we're basically done right now yeah you could you could watch True. it all tomorrow because it'll be all out tomorrow you can watch the whole thing and you can find out Ghostbusters Afterlife is worth your time, and I think it is. But um, yes. Uh, <laughs> so next episode we're gonna have a next 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 episode we're gonna have a special guest on. We're gonna do the long Halloween, uh, part one and part two. I'll reveal the special guest. Um, I guess on f- Instagram. I, I I don't know if I should do it now. Should I do it now or no, should I, I wait? On Instagram. <laughs> Let's wait yeah, I'll Instagram. do it on Instagram. I'm fine okay. with waiting on Yeah, look on Instagram. Or look on Facebook or something. It'll yeah, be you post. see? No, just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got them, guys. We got them. Um, yeah, so, well, Matt, was there anything? What were you going to say? Before? No, I was just reading Dennis's comments saying, shit, uh, shit fired. I missed all of it. And I was going to say, I was kind of having a problem. Like, I reading it properly but at the same time like dennis you're fired for watching our show you came to you came here too late you're fired <laughs> i want to i want to have dennis on sometime but he he has no, to we find need him proper on. equipment <laughs> it's star wars we gotta watch star wars oh my him, god this no. special i Please do okay so i figured i i figured out my um my holiday episode that i'm gonna pick for for next episode prior after the uh special guest so uh i don't have that crap <laughs> so Thank so you, prior after our special guest it's going to be we're going to go to the regular order of pick our picks so uh i do have my holiday episode 
I'm very curious to what everyone's going to think of it because I'm fired. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just telling you guys, my pick is going so against the grain. You're going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't even know I'm if looking my forward pick's going to make it in for the next, this month, but mine probably be a tail end thing, but whatever. Okay. Yeah, I've been looking forward to not holiday episodes because I'm like, fuck, now I got to do another holiday. I've been wanting to do this other movie for so many, for a while now. And I'm like, oh, we have another holiday coming up. I guess we can't. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so that, that's where we're at. Um, so, okay, so three, two, one. This was Josh from Bat Yards Finest sending you off up, up, and away until next Bat Yards Finest episode. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Superman, Superman's pal Matt from Gotham, and this is I'm Jerry, guiding you all with Green Lantern's light and becoming super pals one episode at a time. All right, bye. Good night. Bye, Good guys. Night, bye. Good night, Jazz guys. Hayes.